0: Across the UK, online and on DAB Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk Talk Radio
1: Thank you Jake, good evening dear listener um, We had a really nice geeky retro game chat last week We're going to speak to someone, um, an expert uh, a little bit later on We'll go through the papers, we'll, we'll, we'll ease you into the week shall we 0344 499 Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Radio
0: We have ways of making you talk
2: This is a special moment right now We'd like to take this time to tell all the kids at home Send your parents out of the room, this is a kid's song Lights gonna suck when you grow up, when you grow up, when you
3: row up Life's gonna suck when you grow up, it sucks pretty bad right now. Hey, if you know the words, sing along! You're gonna have to mow the lawn, do the dishes, make your bed. You're gonna have to go to school until you're 17. It's gonna seem about three times as long as that. You might have to go to war, shoot a gun, kill a nun. You might have to go to war when you get out of school. Eat your up, kids, it gets a lot worse. You're gonna have to deal with stress, deal with stress, deal with stress. You're gonna be a giant mess when you get back from the war.
4: Santa Claus does not exist, and there's no Easter Bunny. You'll find out when you grow up that Big Bird isn't funny. funny.
3: <laughs> Life's gonna suck when you grow up, when you grow up, when you grow up. Life's gonna suck when you grow up. It sucks pretty bad right now. You're gonna end up smoking crack on your back, face the back. You're going to end up hooked
2: on
1: smack and then you're going to die. <laughs> and then you're going to die. Hey, hey. Mm. 0344... Oi! 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome. Late Nights with Ian Lee. Um, no Twitter this evening. I'm going to tweet... Links to the show throughout the show, but I'm, 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 I'm gonna try an experiment this week, dear listener. An experiment where, um, I'm not going to respond to or read or reply to any tweets I get during the show. I'm not even gonna read the tweets during the show. We've got someone coming on later on who's going to talk about an event they're doing. I shall tweet links for that. I shall tweet on the hour that we've still got another two hours or another hour to go, and and you can watch us on Periscope, or you can listen on the website. I'll tweet that. I'm not even going to look at the replies. Because, 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 I am wondering if um, some of you are thinking you don't need to phone in, because you've tweeted me, um, and I'm just, and I may be completely wrong on this, I'm really hoping we get a lot of phone calls this week, I'll tell you why, I've got really bad mouth ulcer, I mean, like, re- I've never had one so painful, it's at the front, uh, in my gum, and it, oh, it's 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 absolute agony, I've got some Bongella, they, they've uh, f- d- d- done something to the formula of Bongella, um... Whereby it now sticks. It didn't used to stick before, but now it sticks. Um So I shall apply some bondo a bit. But uh, it, honestly, it, it it is agony to talk, and I keep finding myself uh, slurring my words a little bit because my mouth is trying to compensate for the fact that I'm. In, I, I mean, it's really painful. So I'm hoping you guys call him. And I am wondering the fact that I read out tweets and the fact that i respond to tweets during the show um i wonder if that is encouraging some people not to call in or discouraging people from calling in because they feel that they have had their say by sending me a tweet so i'm not going to look at them i'm not even going to look at them not even going to look at them for the whole week now i don't think it will have any impact on tonight's show I don't think it will have any impact on Tuesday's show. It might have a slight impact, barely noticeable, on Wednesday's show. But if if I've got this right, by Friday, our call ratio will be up significantly. I've just got this idea in my head that by Friday, the call ratio will have gone up ever so slightly. So, with that in mind, no, no tweets. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Now, I am planning. I've had an idea in my head. It's really geeky. It's really, really anarchy. And I don't want to say what it is, um, in case I can't pull it off. I'm some way towards pulling some of it off. I need to make a few phone calls and I need to speak to a few more people. I've got a couple of people on board. but I've just got an idea in the back of my head for something that might be quite nice for the geeks out there. Is that OK? Good. I need your help on it, though. And I'm going to say something now and some of you go, oh, I, he's not planning that, is he? Don't jump to conclusions. But, but, but. Does anyone know where I can find the following two gentlemen. I've looked in all the usual places and I've not been able to find them. These names will mean nothing to a lot of you. One of them will mean something to some of you and the other will mean something to about four of you. But I'd really, really, really like your help in tracking these two gentlemen down. The first gentleman is Scott Chisholm. The second gentleman is Wild Al Kelly. Scott Chisholm and Wild Al Kelly. Um, Scott Chisholm, I think, now works in media training um, politicians. I think he worked with Alistair Darling and possibly Nick Clegg. Possibly, possibly, I'm not totally sure. But th- the last trace I have of him is from 2011. I've got anything more recent? Wild Al Kelly dropped off the face of the earth, completely disappeared. Um. If you can help me find these people, I'd really appreciate it. You can give me a call, 0344 499 This is an ongoing project that will take, um I reckon, three weeks to... to, 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 to yeah. So you can... Th- there is no immediate rush. You can email me, ian, I-A-I-N, at ian Lee, dot com. okay? Um, if, if you know where either of those gentlemen are and how I can reach them, um it's just an idea... That I had on Sundays, I was driving to the rabbit hole, and by the way, thank you to everyone who came to the rabbit hole last night and watched on Periscope and called in. The most successful evening we've had by a country mile. And I uh, met up with Kath before it, and I said, you know what, Kath, I'm thinking maybe we knock this on their head. Maybe maybe we've done, you know, it was a good idea, and it, it feels like it's running out of steam, maybe we've done all we can. And then we went and did an... It, it was an incredible show. Someone described it as weaving gold out of thin air. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. It was the audience that were there and were prepared to to get stuck in. Um, and it was the brilliant, brilliant callers we had. If you don't know what the rabbit hole is, it's a podcast that me and Catherine do. Me and Catherine do. And um, it's a phony show recorded in front of a live studio audience. And we recorded about two and a quarter hours last night. that's four shows worth. We recorded the next month of shows worth um and it's i i I, and I, well, I had a chat with Kath, and I said, well, let's see how it goes tonight, but maybe we should knock it on the head um and it went incredibly well. People were laughing at us as we said things. people were getting involved, the audience chipped in, and people phoned in, and some randoms phoned in. And someone's someone had brought their mum for Mother's Day, and she got up and co-hosted about ten minutes of it. And it was hilarious. Um, it was a really good night. And um, we're doing the show in Manchester on May the 6th. And then this morning I had an email from a lovely lady called Zena, And she's invited me and Kath to appear at the Manchester Fringe Festival in July. So we're going back to Manchester in July, which is incredible. I'll give you details of that later in the week. OK, Um but so we're in Manchester on May the 6th and then we're in Manchester towards the end of July, which is fantastic. Isn't it funny? We were sat, just thinking oh, we should knock it on the head. And then we get given all of these things. Uh, Simon, I'll come to you in a bit, I promise. And you, Alan, 03444991000. And also me and Kath are looking at taking this show and the rabbit hole to New York for a week. <laughs> for no reason other than we'd like to do the show from New York for a week. And I've spoken to a friend of mine, Amanda, who works at a, a, a radio station in New York and asked if we might be able to use their studios for a week. And she says, well, it's not up to me, but it has happened in the past. Let me speak to the boss. Um... And I also said, well, what are the chances of us simulcasting on your station and talk radio? She said, well, again, it's not up to me, but I'll ask the boss. So the plan would be for me and Catherine to go to New York, do this show from New York, hopefully with New Yorkers listening and calling in, um... And we'd spend the day vox popping people, so going around Times Square and Central Park and, and and speaking to people, and also hopefully go and go and secure a few big names out there. I know Steve Gutenberg lives in New York, and he's a friend. So if he's there and he's not filming, we'll go and se- so th- that's the plan. And we might go and do a rabbit hole out there in front of twenty bemused uh, Americans. Um, and the thing is, it's very unlikely <laughs> our bosses are going to pay for it. Oh, you know, I'll have a word with Denny, see if we can tap him for a couple of hundred quid. But it's very, very unlikely. But please don't worry. This isn't me softening you up for the inevitable, it would appear, these days. Well, me and Kath really want to go to New York and work for a week. But, guys, if you love the show, could you donate to us now? We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. We'll ask the boss if we can get a couple of hundred quid. Uh, I doubt we will. Um... But me and Kath will pay for it ourselves. We're not going to. We're not going to ask you to pay for our jolly to America. Imagine that. Imagine, (laughs) because it's only three hours a day, right? Imagine going. We're going to go to uh, New York um, for three hours and work for three hours. It'd be a bit more if we go out and interview people. Um, Could you pay for it, please, dear listener? Could you uh, could you dip into your pockets and pay for it? No. No, I could probably pay for it uh, without bragging. if we did it economy and went cheap and flew cheap and got somewhere cheap. I reckon a, a week's a week's wages a couple of weeks' wages would would cover. It. I'm not going to ask you for money ridiculous it's a jolly it's an absolute jolly we were going on um so that's hopefully happening in in the future but but, but if you know scotchism. If you know Wild Al Kelly, if you know of their whereabouts, could you get in touch and let me know, please? Because I've just got an idea. It's a stupid idea. It's a really dumb idea. And do you know what? Quite often the dumb ideas are the best ones. It may not work and it's going to involve a little bit of, you know, magic on mine and Catherine's part. But we'll, we'll see. Um, if you do know of their whereabouts, Ian at ianlee dot com, or you can give me a call oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, there's loads in the papers. I've got loads to talk about, and I'm not conversing with you on Twitter. So if you want to phone up, you can. Simon and Alan are, 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 are waiting there, and I'll get to them in a minute, I promise. Um, but if you want to, if you want to take part in the show, you're going to have to call in tonight, guys. Simple as, OK? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, we call you back. Don't forget to tip your Rage Our Diaries. Late
0: Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late
5: Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fella that emails in every single night,
1: listens every single night. Emails in from a fake email address, Dave C. Fake email, fake name. I love it. Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle are the biggest middle class, politically correct, libtard snowflakes that work in the media at the moment. Both ugly and boring. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Simon came on first. Good evening, Simon. Hi, How's it going? It's going very, very well, mate. Very yeah, well. What have bit. you got for us?
6: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little bit uh, little bit disappointed, Ian. Uh-oh. Um, I think I've upset some some people on the talk radio listeners' page, and right. it was accidental. Uh-oh. And I'm just basically, I, I've been blocked. Right. Uh, I've been blocked on that. Didn't
1: you phone me in and tell me this last week?
6: No, I didn't. I, like, maybe a regular occurrence, then, I don't know. What,
1: what did you say to cause offence? Well, I didn't say anything.
6: Listen, Ian, it was basically, I may have misjudged <laughs> a situation a little bit. Um, I
1: don't really care.
6: Well, anything? yeah. In the case of uh, basically last week, um, yes, when those sort of horrible incidents happened, you know, in, in London, um, yes. I on on Photoshop, I put um, Julia Hartley Burr as Godzilla. On uh, on Westminster Bridge.
1: Well, f- that's um, I mean. Well, hang on a minute. You know, First of all, it's it's Westminster Bridge. Secondly, Westminster, yeah. th- what that's a little bit tasteless, Simon. It's tasteless. No, no, I agree. It's tasteless. So that's probably was... that's probably. I'm guessing. I don't know because it's nothing to do with me. That's probably why they booted you. Exactly f- for being uh, a bit of an arsehole. Well,
6: yeah, but it was it was on a day. De- you know, the, the picture was not from that day. It was just a
1: normal, you know. Every, yeah, every but day. the point. But the you know, yeah, but I mean. What, did you do it on the day of the incident?
6: It was, yeah, it was on, it was on the evening. Oh, yeah. mate, well, why
1: why did, why did you do that? Just being daft. You know, but, having but, a bit
6: of a uh, silliness. You know, but hang
1: on a minute, hang on a second. But you know that people died there, right?
6: Yeah, I do, I do, I do appreciate that. So well, so where's the joke? It's not a joke, and that's what I'm saying. I was, it was, it, I was, I was, I was actually going to delete, delete it from the page.
1: Well, but you, you didn't, you, you actually, how long did it take you to make? Five minutes. Why, what was, I, I was what, really, why did was you it. make it? What, why did you, what, 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 why did you make, Right. two things, right, 1st qu- got two questions. Question one. Yeah. Why did you make it?
6: It was, we were just playing around in Photoshop, you know, as you do. Yeah. But why and, did uh, you make, I mean, why did
1: you decide to make that image? Uh, I
6: don't
1: know. <laughs> well, think, think.
6: I, I I, I, no, I, I didn't sort of...
1: Why did you decide to make that image?
6: Um... I don't know, really. I, I, I know it's... it's right. OK, question thing. one,
1: question one failed. Yeah. Question two. <laughs> you, why did you then d- decide to share it on a Facebook post, pa- Facebook page? Because, uh,
6: so, someone sort of da- dared, me, dared me to do it. So no, it was, I, was a dare. It.
1: So the very dare. fact <laughs> it was a dare meant that you knew that people <laughs> would be offended by it.
6: No, I didn't. I didn't mean for any offence. Well, hang on a minute. Then,
1: then is. why would, why no. were you if what why would it be a dare if you didn't think any offence would be caused?
6: Because we didn't think anyone would actually. Well, I put it up purposely on the talk radio listeners page because I didn't think anyone would see it, and I was going to delete it straight
1: away. What do you mean you didn't but think anyone would see it? You go on there and you see that there are people posting on yeah. there. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get the joke. I don't get why you did it, and well, I certainly well, I don't get show. why I, you're phoning I, me up. Because I was, I was,
6: I was basically going to ask to like be unbanned from the it's page. It's nothing to do, I do with... Actually, I do like
1: talk radio listeners. No, I am a talk radio listener. Well, go and talk to them. It's, it's, it's got absolutely nothing to do with me, Simon.
6: I know, but I, they, they listen to your show, don't they? So I was, uh,
1: right.
6: I was basically going to use your show to ask them, because I know they listen to you just to sort of,
1: uh... Know, what's the next me. thing? You're going to put a picture of Chuck I mean, Norris at the Batter Bataclan? No, 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 no. What is... What's your next... What's your <laughs> no. next thing going to be?
6: I don't do this stuff normally. It's just a stupid, daft thing. Like, I was clawing on... It also had John Holmes on, on a deck chair on the bridge with an owl on his lap. Um, and... Uh, just... His producer dressed as Rambo. It was just a silly... Silly,
1: daft thing. I just th- I just think when there's been, um... A, a, a terrorist attack, even if it's a small one made by an absolute bell end, that um, yeah, exactly. I'm, well, I'm yellow carding myself there because t- twice I've I've gone into category C's yellow and Watch your language, um, but I, I just I don't I don't get why you did it.
6: It just it was more of a just to t- make up, you know just to take. Every everyone had such a horrible day. It was just a sort of a, a little bit of a here's a random picture of some.
1: Well, it wasn't. But no 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 no, 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 no. It it wasn't random though, was it? You you chose Julia Hartley Brewer and you chose that bridge, so it wasn't random. And it was
6: John John Holmes as well on a deck chair.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't random. They were chosen. They were selected.
6: Well, no, Julia Hartley Brewer was random. It was right.
1: Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It no, (laughs) it wasn't. So you, you, what, if it was random, it would be an avocado, or it would 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 be um, yeah. a piece of paper, or it, it would be a crab, but you chose Julia Hartley Brewer, so that's... No, I, start, I
6: started, the thing started off with John Holmes on a deck chair yeah. on the
1: bridge. Doesn't matter then, how it started, people don't oh. look at a picture and go, well, I wonder what he put there first. Oh, I know. It, it was, it, 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 so it wasn't random, it was deliberate. The last
6: thing came in in at the end, actually, that was the last last little
1: thing I put couldn't, couldn't care less about the ordering of it.
6: No, no, I know. I know. Oh. I'm saying, the only reason, I was just basically saying, yes, I understand it, it's silly. Um, no,
1: no, 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 but it's not silly. To some people that would be very offensive. Insensitive,
6: very, very, very insensitive. Very insensitive indeed, and I appreciate that. And I, You know, now I didn't actually fully, I don't think I fully looked at it, at, you know, at the time. I, well... You know, we were all just trying to sort of, I don't know, try and make... Some sort of light of a situation, which obviously is a
1: ho- horrible situation. Well, but I mean, you know, like... I mean, listen, the picture doesn't particularly offend me, but it, 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 I'm not in charge of that Facebook page, you know, and I can understand why other people um, yeah. w- would would be offended. I, th- I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's creative. Yeah. I think it's I dumb. I don't, I don't. I don't find it offensive, but I just, I just don't understand what what, what the gag. I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't understand there's, there's any of this gag. call. It wasn't.
6: There wasn't a gag. It was just daftness okay and i was just gonna ask i was basically just gonna ask if any you know if anyone of the
1: uh people listening... well you'll have tell you what simon you'll have to have a word with them mate because i'm not i'm not uh, i'm not making this uh like a pen pal section of the show where can you um can you pass a message on to um the people that run the facebook page please i'm really sorry for putting that picture up i want to do it again if they let me back on um, it's, it's nothing to do with me, you know You, you might as well say, well, I went round to Kath's house And she wouldn't let me in, it's nothing to do with me You know, I, I, I went to, see, uh, to Buckingham Palace to see the Queen and I wasn't allowed in, it. it's nothing to do with me I don't know why you're phoning Um, but thanks for calling 0344 is the telephone number Evening, Alan Evening, Ian You sound very sombre Well, I've had some bad news with the flat. Um, go on
7: it's been
1: flooded. With what, semen? No water. oh yeah. well, that's something, that's something. Well, it came from a flat bar. Oh, it came in through the bathroom window. I bet you haven't got insurance, have you?
7: Unfortunately, Robert wants to talk to you because he's got an update. What?
1: Uh, Robert wants to talk okay, to well, you because he's got an update. Okay, well, I'm talking to you. Have you got insurance? Unfortunately not. Well, here's the thing, guys. I mean, so what? What? um, How much damage? Have, have you got any insurance, like contents or buildings or anything? Well, with the housing association. Okay, oh, so they'll f- they'll they'll fix up the, the 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 wet ceiling and the wet floor. We've
7: got, we've got to replace the whole carpet, the living room carpet and the toilet bathroom.
1: Well, it sounds like. Do you know what, Alan? This could work in your favour. You're going to get new carpet.
7: Yeah, but look, like if I. Say, Oh, Robert's not happy with but how did it Jason? Oh gosh! I, 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 and then he wants to talk to you about it.
1: Why is everyone telling me stuff that really isn't any of my concern? Okay, well, Alan. Because you helped with Jerry. Well, okay. Well, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let me speak to Robert. He, he said he was going to call you. Oh, jeez. Come on, I'm calling. Well, uh, only if you want to. Um. um he said he was going to. Um, well, there's not. Well, well, there's nothing I can do. Uh, we've. Or you can pull some strings. What strings? What, what strings do I have with Birmingham Council? No, it's with Trident Housing Association. Oh, oh no! I've got loads of strings with them. I cut. What strings can I pull? Just, uh, tell them to
7: get their finger out and, and do the repair right. quickly because the muckling the repair. When did it happen? Well, the first thing I knew about it was when I came back to the flat last Thursday to check
1: the post. Right, hang on a minute. How often do you stay at the flat? Well, I would I at my mum and dad for a couple of days. How often do you stay at the flat that you, the, the um, housing association are kind enough to give you?
7: Mm, five nights a week.
1: Now, are you saying that because you have to say that stay that to keep the flat?
7: No, I'm saying that anyway.
1: Okay. When are they going to fix it?
7: They have said.
1: Right. When did well, you? Sp-
7: I've had someone come to assess electricity today. Right. And the electrician, apart from the hall light, which was still a bit wet, But right. And they said leave it for a couple of days
1: for it to dry out. Yeah, that's good advice with electrics. Um, well, the thing is, the council are involved; they're doing it, and you've got somewhere to stay until they do it. A lot it's of people. Council properties Okay, the same. Th- the, so the housing association are involved. Yeah, but they And they're you've they're got going to repair it said they're not going to repair what? But uh, they haven't given me a date on when they're going to replace the no, carpet. Well, hang on a second. So you you, <laughs> you just said they've said they're not going to repair it, and then, then you... they haven't given me a date. Well, that's a compl- that's a completely different thing. You can't say they've said they're not going to repair it. Well, Robert's not very happy with them. Well, I, I couldn't give a stuff what Robert thinks. You've got well, somewhere to stay, Alan. It's annoying, and it's uh, it's te- you know it's bad luck, but. You, that, that, I, I'm sure they, they they will repair it at some point, and you've got somewhere to stay, but a lot of people well, in that situation... But they're
7: going to give me the bill to pay for the damage, because they probably think it's my
1: fault. Well, if, if you can prove that it came from the flat above, then they won't. Even the engineers
7: said it came from the flat above. Well, then... Because I knew the guy who was living there, and he had a suicide attempt. Sorry? He tried to kill himself. That's what the water came down to my flat
1: in the first place. Right. He, he tried to kill himself. Right. Okay. This is all getting. You know what? They- they'll fix it, and they won't bill you. I wouldn't have thought. Why? Right. And but you can it's... stay at your mum and dad's.
7: Yeah, but my mum and dad are g- g- not very well, and they.
1: I can't keep relying on them forever. Well, no. Th- this isn't going uh, to. Th- they're not going. to... I would doubt they're going to die in the next three months.
7: But like so I said don't know
1: what's going to happen, Could, i, um, I, I tr- tell you what's going to happen. It'll drag on a bit longer than you want it to, but they'll replace the um, carpet and the wallpaper if they need to, and if the electrics need doing, they'll do that.
7: Well, let's hope so. Well, no, no, they will. Yeah, but it's just a question of when they're
1: going to do it. Yes, it is, but they'll do it, and you've got somewhere you can stay in the meantime. It's not convenient; it's a hassle, but that's a better position than than somebody else might be in that situation.
7: Right.
1: Yes, well, I'm glad we've we've sorted that out. <laughs> Oh, 0344 499 four, nine, 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call um, Craig and CJ, I'll come to you in a bit, bit a busy um, first 30 minutes of, of calls that have no, nothing to do with me at all um, don't forget to tick your radio diaries, Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio Late Nights, Ian Lee
0: on air and off the on Talk Radio we have ways of making you talk <laughs>
4: The barrel steady and jump in one at a time, hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time in olden days when times were hard, we filled the barrel with water, we added brine from Preston and pan, then stripped our son and daughter, hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time, hold the barrel steady, then jump in one at a time. We stuck an apple in their mouth and stood them on a chair. And then we sat down for our tea and left them standing bare. Hold the bottle steady and jump in one at a time. Hold the bottle steady and jump in one at a time. Now in you go our children, they did as they were bid. Their heads below the water and fastened on the lid. Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time We shed some tears, be sure of that Our stomachs were like lead We'd better have some more, she said Then we went off to bed Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time. So if your purse is empty, your cupboard it is bare. Just pull the clothes right off your bairns and stand them on a chair. Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time. Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time. One at a time, one at a time, one at a time. One at a time.
1: 0344-499-1000 oh, four, 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 nine, nine, is the telephone number I'm in a mischievous mood this evening Hey, I was really disappointed um, I was, Me and Kath were, were hard prepping the show And um, uh, I, I wanted to go online and play some dominoes And I was reminded that about 13, 14 years ago I used to um, play dominoes on Yahoo Games So I thought, oh and it was nice. It was very, there was nothing flashy about it. It was a very straightforward interface. You could chat with people all around the world, generally Americans, but you could chat with people. It very simple. No flashing lights, no gold tokens to collect. N- none of that. Um, so I, I went to Yahoo and I couldn't find it. I could find groups. I could find mail. I, could, I, I couldn't find Yahoo games. I, and I tried yahoo.com and it wasn't there. So I Googled it. They closed Yahoo Games May last year. They closed Yahoo Games. What's the world coming to? I just wanted a nice, quiet game of dominoes and a little chat window so I could chat to whoever it was and ask them who they were and where they were from. I had some really interesting conversations with some people in America. It was mainly middle-aged women and old men. So you'd be like, I say middle, I mean, sort of American women, so sort of in their mid forties to mid fifties and men sort of 65 plus. And I had some wonderful conversations about nothing, about where, where they were, what they did, why they were up, because we'd be playing at funny hours, because I would be, you know, because it was playing UK time. and I just... And I can't remember the names of any of them, That there was nothing significant that was ever discussed. And it's gone. Yahoo Games has gone. Now, admittedly, partly because people like me haven't logged in for 12 years. Um, so the effort I went to this evening to try and find a game of dominoes online. And I ended up at this ridiculous site with the most annoying music playing. And and, I, and Kath, in the end, told me to, to stop it because I, I was singing along and I was making up rude words and then I was singing the song. And I, it was... And there was no easy chat facility. You had to subscribe to chat. Oh, God. I just wanted to... And then when the game finished, you didn't get the option of, would you like to challenge them again? You just went off and found another random person. And it told you what piece you had to put where. It was awful. So, I was really disappointed by that. I really wanted to have a nice quiet i used to it used to be really quiet quiet slow few hands of dominoes and a little chat how's it going whereabouts are you oh atlanta never been there what's that like I'm, I'm in london yeah you know no it's all right no that was miles away from us no i weren't near there that kind of stuff you know that kind of stuff didn't get the option um and, and i kind of had a look online for online gaming and it's all pow 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 even like the card games. Pow, 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 pow. Pop-ups everywhere. Subscribe. Links. Do you want to buy gold coin? No. Spin the wheel. Scratch card. I know. I want to play dominoes. And then I thought, oh, I like a game of Uno. You know the card game Uno. I love a bit of Uno. Love it. It's, if you've not got Uno, oh, it's brilliant. You can get it for like a fiver. A pack of Uno cards. It's great. It's great. Um, and, um, it's good because it works on several levels and you can play it. With kids of like, my my five-year-old has just grasped Uno. Now he can recognise different numbers. He's just grasped it. So I would say from about, maybe four, if you've got, you know, a a smart kid, but from about four upwards, you can play it. But then if you're playing it with adults, just adults, it it can become a little bit mean, and there's a little bit more skill involved. It's great. I love it. And so I was trying to find a website where I could play Uno against Kath couldn't find anything i found a few and you had to log in and register and then you got an email and then you go in and you couldn't you couldn't you get put with random people or i suspect i was being put with computers made to look like random people but i couldn't invite her into a room and then someone said oh go on facebook if you go on facebook you can um play uno there and invite people and we spent 40 minutes trying to set it up on facebook and then invite each other into an Uno game. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. It wasn't happening at all. In the end, I downloaded the uh, the Uno app. Uno used to play it on the Xbox. Boy, the stuff I saw then—flipping heck, seriously. But used to. Uh, but, but downloaded the. Uh, don't think you can get it on the Xbox anymore. Downloaded the app on the phone. So I was playing it on the phone. But again, they're trying to make it too flashy. And I don't think you can choose who you play with. You're put with random people. Hey, here's a thing. And I saw this online and I didn't, I got distracted by something bright and shiny elsewhere. Am I right? I, this, this is the point where you can phone in. Okay. This is now, this now has become a phone in topic. 03444991000. There's an Uno movie, isn't there? I, I know. There is, as far as I'm aware, an Uno movie. Or at least I read a thing that said there was an Uno movie, but maybe it was a joke. Maybe it was a joke. Have you seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Because I saw it, I thought, well, oh, that's stupid. Then I thought, oh, actually, that could be quite good, because Uno can get mean. Uno can get very, very vicious. Um... Have you seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? 344 4991000 is the phone number. I'm saying that. We've got loads of calls lined up. CJ, Craig, Philip, I will come to you in a bit. Time for another break. 344 4991000 is the phone number. Don't forget to tick your Ragear Diaries. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: The wild man of late night radio is back.
1: Ian Lee on Talk, talk
0: radio. radio. We have ways of making you talk.
1: Good evening, Philip.
8: Good evening, Ian. Um, I heard something interesting today, and I thought you might find it interesting too. Okay, about have a while, you heard, but... Have you heard about this new radio programme called Dream Dinner Parties? No. Yeah, well, it sounds a great idea. What they're well, doing, yes. they're picking a celebrity, yes. and you're allowed to use the archives oh. to pick people that you would like to hear, and they splice it in to make it seem as though you're holding a dinner party mm. with people you know, well-known or famous people from the past.
1: Well, it's, it sounds a bit too formative. for well, me. Well,
8: I heard... I saw the line-up for the first one. It's going to be hosted by Ed Balls. And the people oh, it, he's having oh, on... Oh,
1: God, already, I know, already no, no, i know.
8: Yeah, <laughs> I would agree with you, Ian, but yes. he's got some interesting people. Yeah. He's chosen archive footage, Les Dawson...
1: Right. No, is it... Well, archive audio, yes. Yes.
8: Danny Kaye... Right. Dennis Healy... Yeah... And a, a lady, a, a woman called
1: Nancy Esther. It sounds awful.
8: Well, I, yeah, I don't know Ian. No, I, think, I mean, so and they're going is... so
1: to have him, yeah. Ed Balls, having a a scripted conversation that will be written by other people with Danny Kaye, but it has to fit in with the audio they can find yeah, of Danny I, I Kaye. That would be the Do way. Do you I see?
8: Mean, <laughs> I was thinking. I mean, who would you choose, Ian? <laughs>
1: I, I would I would refuse to do it.
8: Why? Because it sounds awful. No, I don't, I mean, bearing in mind, you've met lots and lots of people over the yeah. years. I mean, I've spoken to lots of people on the radio. I mean, if they slotted in the footage that you've done, I mean, I'm thinking of Dean Torrance, Glen Campbell, yes. Sparks, and lots of others. I
1: tell you, you, it's funny, because I read about another, I thought you were going to mention this radio show that I've spotted in the mail. Now this, yeah. have a listen to this, this is the complete opposite of that, and this is where my head is going, all right? Listen to uh-huh. this. The BBC. This sounds absolutely incredible, yeah. guys. Genuinely. Yeah. The BBC is to broadcast a full hour walk through the yeah. countryside. I heard that. In a new breakthrough for slow radio. This sounds well, great. Well, I mean, it's sort of
8: following on, isn't it? And I don't think you'd be. Ab- I don't think
1: you'd be able to stand with it. Stand well, it, I Philip. I mean, you you can barely. You can barely leave a gap for breath in this conversation.
8: Well, the thing is, Ian, I mean, they've sort of done it in the sense that you can buy, already, I've got some, what they call atmosphere tapes. And I've got one where you're in a forest in northern Canada.
1: How do you know it's northern Canada?
8: Well, it's the Algonquin National Forest. How do you know it is? Well, I mean, I, I, I no. It, it says on it, it is, and I mean, it's noises and things like that. And so, really, it's like the TV programme where they had slow TV. Did you
1: ever see any of those? I know that they, they showed. Didn't they show a train journey? They did, and a, they, a canal.
8: They, well, they, yeah, they did a canal one. They did a bus one, but the best one of all was, I think, about an hour and a half ride in Lapland. On the back of a sleigh. See, uh,
1: he, for me, the, the, for me, the, th- this one on the radio yeah. sounds better because yeah. you close your eyes, yes, and you're there. I agree with you. I mean, as I say, I've
8: got atmosphere tight, and they are fantastic. Listen to
1: this: the sounds of footsteps, yeah. wildlife, yeah, and gently right, yeah. running streams are intended yeah. to create inner thought in the listener. Uh, it works. Inner thought. Award-winning author Horatio Clare will present the one-off programme yeah. while walking 12 ma- uh, miles through the Black Mountains of South Wales. Oh, wow. He I says, mean... I hope the sounds will transport listeners. We will get birds, obviously, oh. hopefully buzzards, yeah. ravens, skylarks, sheep, and possibly some ponies. Oh, wow. Mate, I come mean... on, that sounds awesome.
8: Well, I mean, the one I've got has got wolves on it. You can hear the wolves howling. Oh. You can hear the... You know, the um... The, the 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 water... You're supposed to be in a in a sort of dinghy type of thing, going through the Gonquin uh, Forest. It's amazing. It, I think it lasts about
1: an hour. Oh, hang on a minute. They've cheated. They've bottled it. Let me read the rest of this, because they've oh. bottled it. Oh, right. They've bottled it. Yeah. The show, due to go out on Radio 3 on the May 29th bank holiday, <laughs> is likely... Yeah. to feature Claire talking to locals. Oh, no! Yeah, and there oh, is also no. a chance of music oh, along on. the way. Radio 3 chief Alan Davey, yeah. Bottler, yeah. said, I'm looking for external sounds of the countryside. No, oh. you don't want him talking to anyone. You want What you want is the yeah. sound of him yeah. getting out of his car, blip, yeah. blip, little blip, of the, and then him walking. That's oh. it. That is it. And maybe well, if he mutters to himself, you want to hear him muttering, you know. But that that's it, I want to hear him walking.
8: Oh, flipping heck. No, I mean, I thought it was going to be like my tapes, you know, sort of lay there and listen to the music and the things. Ian, one other thing, you mentioned yes. about New York. Yes. What is it, you're planning to go over there with the show? Or we, is
1: well, it? We're, uh, Kath and I are kicking around a really stupid idea yeah. Yeah. where we go to New York for a week and yeah. do the show from New York and we do we go and interview some maybe some celebs and maybe yeah. we hook up with another yeah. radio station station yeah. over there, and that's the plan, yeah.
8: Well, actually, some years ago, I did it. Um, what it was, in the late 80s, <laughs> a certain <laughs> You London... did what?
1: You, were, you went to New York? No, no, cause no, I've I, been I'll to New York.
8: Happened. I'll tell you what happened. Please do, Philip. In the 80s, <laughs> um, there was a, a certain radio station in London yes. did the first transatlantic phone-ins. Oh. It was done by a guy you probably heard of called Robbie Vincent. Hell yeah, yeah. And what it was, they phoned... the first station they they phoned up was WMCA, which used to be a great rock station, but yeah. it has since turned into a, a talk station. Yes. And they did one with WMCA, and I was lucky enough to get onto that
1: one to yeah. talk. Well, hang on a minute. What do you mean? You, so, hang on. You didn't go to New York. You no, just phoned up. A, no, you just a, phoned up Robbie Vincent on LBC when he was talking was to LBC. someone in New York. LBC. It wasn't LBC. Okay, but you phoned up Robbie Vincent yeah. on a London radio station yeah. when he was talking to yeah. someone in New York. Yeah.
8: Yes, uh, and also we did the mm. sort of, I have actually been on the radio in America, I'll tell you that in a minute if you want
1: to know. No, we're okay, Philip, but thank you very much indeed, I, I, I appreciate that. Radio 3's bottled it, haven't they? They've bottled it, I hadn't read that full story. You want the sound of the car door sh- slamming shut, maybe a little blip blip, and then him walking for an hour hours probably not long enough you'd want you'd want three or four hours sunday afternoon just call it sunday afternoon strolls and you put it on after lunchtime save you the effort of having to do it you guess all you have you you have your roast dinner you finish what um oh is robbie coming on is robbie vincent have you is he has he said yes oh wow Wow, we can ask him if he remembers Philip from South Norwood. End of April, Robbie Vincent. Oh, brilliant, Kath. That is great news. Oh, that is wonderful news. Well, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Um, I'd do it Sunday afternoon, sort of three. He's coming in the studio. Robbie Vincent is coming in here. The same studio that's going to host Salt and Pepper. This is brilliant. Oh, I'm made up. Thank you, Kath. That's, that's fantastic. Oh, dearie, if you didn't stink so much, I'd give you a kiss. That's brilliant news. Oh, I'm absolutely made up. You see how how great this producer-presenter relationship is? I find out all this stuff on air. I should have got a, an email or a text immediately. It was sorted. I'll find out on air with you lot. You did not... You did not tell me that. You did not tell me that. You did not. Um... CJ. Good evening, CJ. Hello, Ian. Hello, uh, CJ i found um, Scott Chisholm's Facebook page. Right, yeah, I don't what that. Is it actually him? Because there are um, a few yeah, Scott Chisholms. Yeah, it's
8: him. Um, he's been active five hours ago. Um, he's listed as working at ODT, ABC Australia, Sky Talk Radio and Channel 5.
1: And he's listed under Scott Chisholm? Yeah. Oh, there he is. Right. Okay, right. Friends request sent. Lovely. Thank you, CJ. You're <laughs> welcome. Do you know You're where welcome. Wild R. Kelly is? Um, I'm working on that. All right. <laughs> Thank you, mate. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> there we go. That was simple and straightforward. What a cracking first hour. Uh, we got Craig. Look, sorry, Craig. You've been there for a while. Good evening. Good evening, Hello, mate. What you got for us?
5: Did, did you wake up this morning and wish that you wanted to work in a call centre or something? Pourquoi? Pourquoi? Well, the first two calls, you seem to be trying to sort out problems that... I used to do in call centres.
1: I, d- I mean, I don't really know what either of those. I'm sorry to hear that, you know, both are having issues. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> you can't say, well, you helped Jerry. Well, Jerry was. <laughs> was a bloke with parkinson's who was lying on the floor in a care home <laughs> so it's Ooh. slightly different from someone having a down flat and while I, you know I don't want to make light of Alan's predicament of course because it's a it's a horrible horrible thing to have happened but he is very very lucky that he can stay at his mum and dad's a lot of people wouldn't have that but what you do is you phone up the housing as- association and you you kind of don't tell them you can stay at your mum and dad's and you start coughing and wheezing down the phone and and and, and tell them that it's giving you pneumonia
5: very suspicious. He checks his mail on a
1: Thursday, isn't it? Well, he's he's there five nights a week. Apparently, yeah,
5: growing cannabis.
1: By sounds, of not it? <laughs> <laughs> he's not growing cannabis. <laughs> but I don't know about. You know, um, <laughs> you know, you can tell if people are growing cannabis in their lofts because yeah. if it snows, right, the snow the snow won't settle because because the heat, but also the the roof starts sagging because it sucks out all of the moisture. So the roof starts to sag. If you go, drive past somewhere and there's a saggy roof, they're growing cannabis in the loft. Oh, uh, that sounds like Alan's. No, play- yeah. well, <laughs> I don't think Alan's growing cannabis. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe, may- maybe he is. I, I wouldn't. I, I can't possibly say either way, Craig. Marvelous. I was on
5: you were on about video games last time, weren't you on Friday?
1: Oh yeah. I tell you what. Well, what we've got, and this is partly because of this, we've got. um... Uh a guy coming on whose name escapes me. Hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. Who's was I can't even find the name of the gentleman we've got coming on, Catherine, I can't remember the email, oh, Andy, Andy Brown is coming on, Andy Brown's coming on, and, um, he runs, he's, he's really into his retro video games, and he runs all kinds of events, and there's an event happening in London this weekend, and he, he does events all over the country, um, and so, uh, that's kind of why we were talking about it last week, because, because my friend Will Guyett sent me a link to this thing, and it kind of sinked into the show, but he's going to come on just after 11, have a little chat about that.
5: Yeah, I, I, Basically, I've got a weird relationship with video games these days. Yes. I play the retro ones quite often, the Pac-Mans, the Dig Dugs and all that. Um, but I can't really get into, like, the new games. For, it's been about three years since I really played them, but I can't stop buying them, thinking I'm going to get into them eventually.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. I, um, I might be getting a Nintendo Switch this week. Yeah, that's, that's that's the next thing, no, yeah. right? Yeah, and and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But I mean, I don't know how much you. Talk, i do, saying that I've almost completed Doom on uh, yeah. the Xbox, new Doom, right? And I, I, oh. I haven't come this close to comp- completing a game for about fifteen years, and I'm really, really close to the end. I think. Um, well, but I've got that, but I play the old go- Doom. Oh, the old Doom's good. The old good, but this one, this one's good, and it's it, it keeps. I, I'm so close to the end, right? But there's some really hard levels, right? Um, but it keeps saying, "Don't forget, you can change the level of difficulty if it's too hard for you." I, yeah. I'm not do- I'm not going to do that. I'm yeah, not going to. I'm not going to wimp else, out at the last minute.
5: But I must have like I bought a Wii U. Yeah. Never played it. Bought all the games for it. Yeah. It's, like I say, because it's been three years. That's a whole console I never bothered playing with. Yeah, I wasn't I've impressed. I wasn't impressed
1: with the Wii U. The Switch looks a bit tasty, though. If I'm honest, I think it yeah. looks all right.
5: You and Kath, or your kids, have got DS's. You can get Uno on the DS and link up
1: I have got a DS sealed somewhere in the garage. I got given, and I've never opened it. I dare not tell the... Uh, uh, No, I've got another one. I've got, i got two. I, I gave one to Kath. Uh, for, uh, did I not give you one? You only need oh, I one, thought I gave you one.
5: You only need one cartridge as I with DS
1: because no, you can link over wifi. No. Well, Craig, listen, nice and geeky. Thank you very much. We'll get proper geeky. Um, we'll, d- d- the next hour, we're going to, we're going to speak to this guy. We're only going to talk for 15, 20 minutes. So don't worry. But I, I did enjoy the kind of, um, the geeky chat we had, um, oh, no, well, I think I did sell one, but I, th- I found another one in the garage. I, th- I said you could have it. You didn't want it. Well, you said you could have it. You didn't want one. I was going to give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away. I'm not going to give it away now. I'm like... Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it now. That's what I'm going to do. 03444991000 is the uh, telephone number. Well, an hour down. Uh, success. We found one of the two people I was looking for. Found Scott Chisholm. I don't know why I didn't find him on Facebook myself. I did try. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not that good a detective. Um, Wild Al Kelly, we are looking for now. Um, no tweeting. Um, no replying to tweets. No reading tweets during the show. And, well, well, maybe it was a coincidence, but we had a very busy first hour of the show then. I don't know. Is there something in that? Could there be something in that? I don't know. We're just kicking around a few ideas and seeing what happens. Um I will go through the papers. There's loads to talk about, but you can call in about the stuff that we've discussed, growing cannabis, Yahoo Games, um being kicked off of Facebook pages, any of those things at all. Um, or none of those. I mean, it really is up to you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you can tell me how to get rid of this bloody mouth hole, so... Oh, it's killing me. I'm going to put some Bonjela on now, guys. New formula, Bongella. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. I tell you what, don't phone in for a... Give us about 15, 20 minutes. We're going to get a little bit geeky as we like to do on the show. We had a really interesting conversation last week about retro games, and I've got, um one of the organisers of the London gaming market coming on to talk about it. So just just rest your phone fingers for a bit, OK? Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee
0: on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
1: Hang on a minute, I don't know what's going on there. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, there we go.
9: There's a box. Adventure lies just around the bend. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's hobo style. Maybe tomorrow i wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my own. So. If The world. It's a brand new tale no one has
1: ever told. We've far, but you know it won't be So long. we had a nice geeky chat um last week about old video games, and we found uh, do you remember we found that guy that um played the, the Ghostbusters theme using eight or twelve floppy disk drives? Remember that? That was incredible. And someone had um, Eye of the Tiger being played on a dot matrix printer. I mean, just, I might, I might dig those out and play those again a bit later on. Just to, the reason we were talking about um, old video games, if anyone has followed my career, you will know that I'm, I am very geeky when it comes to old video games. And by that, I mean things. I'm not I'm not even talking about nez's and stuff like that. I'm talking about um BBC Micros and Dragon thirty twos. That's kind of where my heart lies. But I do love a good GameCube and a, the N sixty four and the Dreamcast. I think is one of the greatest machines of all time. I was having a nice geeky chat with my friend Will Guy and he told me about this thing, the London Gaming Market that's on this weekend. And they just sell old retro games and I thought we'd have a little chat with one of the organisers and it's Andy Brown. Evening Andy Good evening good evening how are you we very very well and it turns out we've worked together before. We have.
10: We have. Many moons ago.
1: Up in, um, uh, it was Blackpool, wasn't it? It was. Sunny Blackpool. Sunny, sunny Blackpool. Blackpool. <laughs> uh, what, t- this London gamer market, what is it? um
10: so it's a uh basically it's kind of like um if you think do you know what a record fair is like oh well, I mean, the old mate
1: you speak on my language yes of course so a it's big the hall. same
10: it's the same sort of thing as that it's a big massive hall and basically there's loads of independent retailers that oh. turn up that come and bring all their uh, retro games and consoles and things like that and the public can just turn up and just pay a couple of quid or pay five quid if they want to get an early bird ticket. Yeah. And they can come and shop and peruse retro games to so their
1: heart's content. It sounds very sexy. How long... Because I, I hadn't heard of, of of this this particular market. How long have you been doing it for? Um, this is the third year we've been running it. Right. So we
10: started the, f- the first one a couple of years ago. We ran one in November. Then we ran three last year. Yeah. And this is the first of three again this year. And
1: how many... Um, how big is it? How many traders are going to be there?
10: Um, I think this one's quite a big one, because it's part of the uh, London Games Week, Uh, so we've got about 40 different uh, retailers coming.
4: Yeah, the
1: London Games Week, um, because I'm doing something for that. I'm on um, uh, April the 4th, I think it is, at the Regent Street Cinema. I'm interviewing the guy, and I forget his name, the guy that runs uh, Niantic, the company that does Pokemon Go. And so suddenly, in the eyes of my children, I'm cool again. I had a tweet from, (laughs) I had a tweet from Mark Hamill last week, and then next, next week, I'm interviewing the guy that's responsible for Pokemon Go. So. There you go. I'm a cool dad. Um, so you've got loads of people. And, and how many punters are you expecting to turn up?
10: Um, like I said, because this is going to be a busy one because of London yeah. uh, Games Week. Uh, about two, 2,000. So it's a busy, yes. old, uh, busy old event.
1: And when we say retro, what? What, what, what is going What am I going I'm, I'm walking through the doors. What am I going to see?
10: Well, do you know what? I know you, I heard what you were saying before about BBCs and dragons yeah. and stuff like that. It is more, to be honest, it's more console-based stuff. There's okay. a few vendors that sell the kind of old eight-bit computer stuff, yeah. but it's the majority of people are selling the uh, console-based stuff. So, like you were saying, from the NES, yeah, that kind of era, that eight-bit era, right through to latest. We're not maybe there's a few people selling the latest stuff but it tends to kind of yeah. finish off around PS3 uh, Xbox 360
1: oh, man, I was I was bidding on um GameCubes last week you go on eBay and you get lucky they start about they start at 99p some of them and and, and I, the one I was bidding I, I bid 6 quid and it went for 12 quid but I've got my eyes on a few GameCubes cuz they were cracking consoles the GameCubes
10: They certainly were they still are uh, what well they you said s- you said they were. No, I know you're right.
1: <laughs> they 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 they, s- they still are. And um, I, I you know, my boys, uh, uh, my boys are really. I mean, we've got an Xbox and for ages, uh, an Xbox One and for ages, Andy, they didn't know that you could play games on it. They thought it was just to watch Netflix on. Because me and my wife were a little bit reluctant to kind of throw them in into this world. And then we went to um, uh, uh, the Science Museum had an exhibition of old video games, and um we were playing some stuff on the xbox and my boys were playing it and they turned to me and they went daddy can our xbox play games and i went <laughs> well guys um i think it might be able to if we <laughs> so we got into it but they've um also got a cano you know these cano computers that you get you kind of build and you you can create stuff and they've been playing pac-man and there are some games right there are some games that are just timeless aren't there
10: there's, yeah, there's there's a huge raft of games that are timeless.
1: What would you say? What would, what would What is the is the one game? If you had a choice, you got stuck on a desert island, you could only play one game for the rest of your life, what would so it be? Desert,
10: desert island discs with, with games. Yeah, but one, oh, you're allowed one, and there's power one. in a TV, but that's it. That's that's a tough one. That's really tough. Do you know, uh, probably Tomb
1: Raider. The original?
10: Yeah, yeah even yeah. though I'm kind of into my retro. Yeah that's kind of, I played retro so I grew up in the Commodore 64 era, that's yeah. my age so it gives you a clue of my age anyway uh, and I kind of was into old Andy, we're old, we're old men man we're not, not old, we're not old, we are, we're
1: ancient
10: <laughs> we're ancient <laughs> <laughs> and so then Tomb Raider was kind of, it was that PS1 and I got out of gaming at some point when I went to university so yeah. Super Nintendo era uh, but Tomb Raider was the, the, the game that really got me back into uh, to gaming and so I've got a real fondness for it and, and it, it was this is the first game that i played and it was like wow this is like cinema yeah it's real i mean looking back on it now you think flipping it
1: no but at the time it's funny because i got out of gaming and then towards the end of university we went around to a friend's house and they had a sega saturn and um we played wipeout on it and i the same as you i was like i've i've not been keeping track my eye on this for the last five or six years when did games suddenly get like proper movies
10: yeah i think there was such a shift yeah. Between the previous generation, so like some Super Nintendo, Mega Drive, to to the PlayStation and Saturn, big you got polygons and you got 3D graphics, and it was. It was super real. It was amazing. And it
1: had music. Cause the, the, what, what Sony did that was brilliant with the Sony PlayStation was, um, they linked it up with dance music and they, they put PlayStation. This is what one of the reasons PlayStation crushed the, the, the segment. They put PlayStations in, in like, um, clubs. So there'd be loads of people off their face on E. <laughs> and they'd be playing Wipeout. Which and then is a you'd really...
10: go home, and then you'd go home, yeah. and then the, the game had the same tracks that you were listening to yeah. at the club. Yeah, yeah, Whoever yeah. thought of that? Is a genius.
1: No, it was. It was. A, I, I, I remember reading an interview. I think with the marketing guy that came up with that. And it was. It was. It, and he said, you know, it's just one of those ideas. Let's put. Let's put Wipeout, which is a really, really fast game with dance music. He said, so let's let's put that in nightclubs. And instead of going to the chill out room, people will be sat there, you know, just playing this thing. And it is a very, um, it, you know, it's a it, it's a vaguely psychedelic thing with thing rushes to wa- rushing towards you at high speed. And when people were high on drugs, it kind of. It accentuated the excitement and that's one of the reasons that it became perceived as cool, you know, the, the gaming became cool again and not just the preserve of, you know, nerdy people like you and me. Which is, you know, for me, if I had to choose, it depends. If I was stuck on the desert island by myself, it would be Elite on the BBC Model B, the cassette version. Timeless. If, if, timeless. if I was stuck on there with, with three or four other people, it would be GoldenEye on the N64. Good choice. That is, I mean, four different James Bonds running around shooting each other. It, it, uh, it, that game, it, for me, is, is pretty much the pinnacle of um, of video games. Why do you think, Andy, that there is still... Because the Xbox now can do anything. The PlayStation 4 can do anything. But there is still this affection for holding the old GameCube controllers, the old Super Nintendo controllers, and and, and the games that do look a bit crap compared to the stuff we get now. Why is there a, this affection for it? Hmm, nostalgia,
10: part of it, I think. Yeah. And possibly... Uh, the, The simplicity of the older games, the fact that they didn't have a huge backstory and you don't have to put hours and hours and hours into it, you can just pick it up and and just get in there straight away, you can play straight away. So if you just fancy a you know a ten, fifteen, twenty, whatever yeah. minute gaming session, you can just do that. Yeah. Whereas and, and I have nothing against, you know, modern gaming, I I love it. I've got all the latest consoles, I've got the Switch. Um, but you've got to put a lot of time in and yeah. a lot of effort and it's a bit of graft. And there's you know great rewards, but with the older stuff you can just do that. Oh I'm just gonna dip my toe in quickly and you know Yeah
1: and I mean I think that's it. I think you're right. With, you're right, and with games like Pac Man and Defender and Donkey Kong that I consider you know, to be the classics. It is you, you can just go right. I've got twenty minutes for I need to go to work. Let's let's just let's just see if I can beat me high score, and that's it. And that's it. You know and that's
10: the trouble with that is though. It, yeah. it shows. Then I'm the same. It shows how crap we are at games <laughs> if we're only getting twenty minutes <laughs> on a game.
1: We had the gentleman, <laughs> and I forget his name. Um, there's a documentary about him. Not King of Kong, but it's it's got the same people in. The guy that played um, oh, what was the name of that game? It's like Snake, and he played it for thirty six hours. Um, and, um, and he was such a nice man, and he's, he's going to do another world record attempt, actually. We must, we must uh, check, check it out. But there are these people that, that, that are nuts. He's nuts, you know, and I'd say it to his face if he were here. He's nuts, and he, he, to, to to commit to playing a game for 36, Nibbler, that was it, Nibbler was the (laughs) game. To commit to playing a game for 36 hours, that takes someone who's very special, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it does. Um, you, 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 it's you...
10: commitment. It's, it's, it, there you go. It's commitment. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I don't have
1: the time to do it. No, my um, my boys watch some of it, and luckily I stopped it just because it's a bit. where It gets quite squ- quite sweary. But they um, they're fascinated. T- Tim McVeigh was the gentleman. Not yes, not the Oklahoma bomber. The other one. Thank you, Catherine. Um, <laughs> my kids are fascinated by seeing old um, arcades. Cabinets, you know, and they go, well, 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 how many games does it have? One. You nice. know, it's just, it's just got one game in and you, then you go to the next cabinet if you want to play another game, then you go to the next one and then you run out of money and you go home, you know, and it is, it is, um, have you ever been to Japan, Andy?
10: I have, many moons ago, about 12 13 years ago. Did you go
1: to any of the arcades
10: I, there? I did, I did, it's amazing and they, you know what, the Japanese um, uh, uh, retro gaming in this country it's, it's becoming more popular now, but the Japanese have embraced it so much better, yeah, and for so much longer, they have like huge in um, Aki Harbor, they have like huge ja- um, retro gaming shops yeah. there, and they've got the old arcades, Namco World, or Sega World, and Namco, yes. Oh, and fantastic. it's not
1: going to the arcade, it's not in any Way anyway, you know there is this there is this whole image we have of girls don't play video games we know ain't true but but you know the arcades are are, are filled with shady old men and and, and b- lonely blokes but the uh, go into the arcade if you're in Tokyo it's amazing it's that's a Friday night out for people of all ages and you'll see kids there and you'll see old people there and they'll all be there playing uh, Mario Kart and these weird games where you go inside a pod and you're controlling a virtual robot. And it, it's seen as the same as going, you know, going to the cinema or going out for a meal. Should we go to the pictures or should we go to the arcade tonight? What do you fancy? And it's 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 a really weird that it's it's such an integral part of Japanese social life. Mm. I love it. I love it. I haven't been there for ages. Akihabara, That was the. That oh, was the place to oh. go. You're making me want to go back. No, yeah. I do. I. I oh, want to go, go back. You I, do it. We'll do it. Uh, mate, uh, we've do got it. to because it is just. It's, it's. It's. It's just such a joy out there. Um, you've got other events coming up as well. What? What else is coming up? I know there's some way down the line, but what else is coming up, Andy?
10: Yeah. So we run. We run. Like I said, we run three markets a year in in London. We run some others up, up, up north. Oop north. Yes. In uh, Doncaster, and they're much much bigger. So there's one of those coming up in August yes I really should know when my own event you should
1: know your dates do you
10: know what it is we do so many they all blur into one
1: where's the um, where's uh, now I've tweeted the link for (coughs) LondonGamingMarket.com now that's the one and it's it's this it's this Sunday isn't it Mm -hmm. yes whereabouts whereabouts is it going to be in London it's Royal National Hotel. Okay, that's Russell Square. Ba- Russell Square, bang in the centre. Okay, I'm I'm gonna. Uh, if I, <laughs> Just come down. Come if down. Like, if, if can, like, we'll geek out. If I can swing it, if, if I can swing it at home, I'm coming, man. Seriously, I, I want to come. Kids. Bring the kids. Ooh, ooh,
10: there you go, see. Ooh, yeah, that's. And then you'll you'll get some you'll get some points with the wife then
1: as well. I won't get any points because we'll be on a load of load of old what she will call a load of old crap. Uh, uh, where's okay. the best place to go online to find out about the other stuff, or is Market dot com the best place?
10: Um, about the other markets, there's the Market dot com is the uh, one in Doncaster, and then of course we run a whole slew of of actual gaming events, yeah. not just market style events.
1: When's the next one? Do you know? Easter leads
10: oh, uh, play Expo leads, so houses. that's two, three. When is Easter? Two, three weeks away. It's, Not it's long. soon.
1: It's soon. I know it the kids soon. are breaking up soon. It's only mm. just been half done.
10: They've only just go. They've only just gone back to school. Oh man, it's, it's just, uh, school. I don't like, understand uh, two days. it. Yeah. Have you
1: got kids, Andy? I have. Yeah. How old
10: are your kids? So my eldest is she's just started school yeah. and my youngest is two
1: and, so, and yeah. uh, um, are they playing games do you let them play games my daughter does yeah she loves it what does she like, play do she,
10: she, she, you know what she plays uh, she loves Oddworld and oh you know, no. the, you know the remake of it. Uh, they made yeah. a remake, yeah. and um, so we went. To, we had we had an event, and my daughter was about three at the time. And uh, a guy called Stuart Gilray, who owns Just Stadwater Studios, yeah. was there, and uh, he was chatting to my daughter because she's, she's chatty. And, and I said, "Oh, this is the guy that makes the you know the scary game because that's what she calls it." Yeah and and he was like oh you let your daughter play that oh you know that's peggy 16 i was like <laughs> oh yeah like, yeah i forgot about that yeah she just watches it in the background <laughs> but no she loves uh she plays uh, mario kart
1: now yeah. on the uh, wii u it's all good stuff man. I, i'm 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 love and there's, there's such a joy with that we haven't got mario kart but we were playing the 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 Sega, the, the sonic racing game and what a joy just playing it with my two boys playing a stupid racing game and we're shouting at each other and we're we're teasing oh it's wonderful <laughs>
10: It is, and there's a lot to be said, I think. I mean, I have nothing against online gaming and playing that, but it, and that's one of the things, I think, if you come to our events, we have that, where you can play somebody, the four-player games like yeah. uh, GoldenEye, and you can play, and you get that same experience that you had when you were younger, yeah. that we put couches out as well and have GoldenEye, and you play on the couch, so you sat with your mates, and you're elbowing each other in the ribs and doing all that stuff that you did when you're kids. And you're kind of recreating the whole vibe, not just playing oh, the Oh,
1: it's playing it in the same room with people. It's a different experience. Completely a different experience. And I've, I, you know, I play online and stuff, but having someone next to you where you can totally, you can, you know, you can even, you grab their controller if they're ahead of you. You know, all of that kind you of put stuff. Their hands over their eyes. Yeah. It's a joy. <laughs> it's, a, you know, and, and the, t- I mean, I don't like football, but I like playing FIFA. And when someone destroys me at FIFA, you know, I, it's just a joy. It's a joy. And and um, uh, you know, we we we're very careful about how much we let the kids play games and stuff. And we, you know, they they read and they go out and they play and, and playing video games. I think is is a, is a good part of of growing up. Andy, listen, um, I, I may see you on Sunday if I can uh, if I can swing things my way. But if not, then stay in touch and we will meet up soon.
10: We will.
1: We'll go uh, to Japan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't don't tempt me, Andy. Absolute pleasure to talk to you, Andy Brown, um, LondonGamingMarket.com dot is is the one if you want to uh, uh, go to it this weekend. I may pop along if I uh, can be uh, can persuade the powers that be that that's what I need to do. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio,
5: Uncut After Hours Conversation for the Up All Night Generation. Late nights, Ian Lee on talk radio
0: we have ways of making you talk
1: boyley come in i need to pick your brains on something there's a a situation is arising not really a situation kevin i'll come to you in a bit 03444991000 not doing twitter tonight guys but 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 want to pick your brains yeah you know i'm in on, on facebook i'm in loads of um monkeys groups yeah okay right um clem curtis the lead singer of the foundations has died yeah okay did we interview him on Three CR? I think so. Yeah, I think we did, yeah, didn't he, he we?
11: Was, I think he lived locally. Was
1: he? The, but he wasn't like the lead singer on, on the hits, wasn't he? didn't he join them a bit later? But he said he was the lead singer I in hits. Yeah. Anyway, very nice gentleman, right? So someone's posted on the, a, a monkey's Facebook page: uh, "Rest in peace, Clem Curtis, lead singer of the Foundations. This is one of my favourite non-monkey songs from the sixties. The Foundations. Now that I found you, right?" Mm-hmm. And then someone's posted underneath, and I've not seen the clip—an old black and white clip from Top of the Pops. Someone's posted underneath. It's unfortunate that this clip of a great song by a fine artist starts with an introduction by disgraced DJ Jimmy Savile, who, after his death, was revealed to have been a predatory sexual abuser and serial rapist for many years. Mark, if you are able, you might want to edit the video's link which will start the file after the the intro at the beginning of the song, leaving the music as a tribute to Mr. Curtis without the taint of Savile. Um, the person who then posted it then wrote, yeah, guys, sorry about the nonce at the beginning of the clips. <laughs> I just linked to the first video I found of the song. So I've posted. Can we not just enjoy the music? Don't let Savile spoil it for you person who wrote the original thing about disgrace, Jimmy Self, said, I agree in principle, Ian, but there will be people for whom it may be a real trauma to come unexpectedly face-to-face with someone like that, a trigger situation. Uh-huh. It's best to know he's there to avoid it completely, or at least edit it to delete him. I've replied, well, yes, I guess... But I do think there is a slight amount of hysteria around it. There's a great clip of Mike Nesmith, one of the monkeys, on Top of the Pops. We don't post that because he's introduced by Savile. I think it's all a bit silly, if I'm completely honest. I still listen to Gary Glitter. Others still listen to 10cc or Early Genesis, produced and discovered, respectively, by, um... What's his name? Jonathan King? Jonathan King, that's the fellow. I'd rather see the clip of Clem if it had Savile than not see it at all. Mm. Um, who's right is the question I want to ask. I know it's not as simple as that, but I, I, who's I, right?
11: I don't know about this trigger thing. I don't know how much of a trigger it would be. I'm not in that position. I'm fortunate not to be in that position. I guess, though, if you've grown up with it,
1: with what? Savile or, or with, abuse? With,
11: with, well, in the sh- having survived abuse yeah. and grown up around people yeah. who it, it emerges, were involved in sexually abusing children, you form your own defence mechanisms. I don't know personally how I would feel about
1: that. I think that this rewriting of history is impossible. Yeah. It's impossible to erase... Savile, Harris, Hall, Glitter, King, and others, it's impossible to erase them, their touch, and I mean that matter, it's not uh, done as a as a joke, I mean, it you know, their touch within the music industry, um, because, you know, Savile was everywhere in the music industry, mm-hmm. he interviewed Everybody, the Beatles, the... You know, he interviewed everybody. Jonathan King was everywhere in the music industry. He wrote songs. He um translated the lyrics for Gloria. He produced songs, and he discovered and managed artists. So his, mm-hmm. his touch is everywhere. Again, I'm not using that word to, to, as a doublon Um You cannot erase that from history. And this kind of... I don't know if this gentleman is... An, this gentleman may possibly be... No, he's not an American. OK. Um,
11: but this idea that it might trigger somebody, is that somebody speaking about something he thinks might happen, he imagines might be a problem, because, or is he speaking from experience? Because
1: He has not said, this triggers me as a yeah, survivor exactly. of sexual abuse. So that's the thing,
11: you know, it's people making rules for the protection of people who might not necessarily need that level of protection, actually, because they've been living in a world where these people have been commonplace for such a long time.
1: And also, what this has now done with it's his become post, about him. it's become about Saville and not Clem Curtis, who may not even be in that clip because I think Clem Curtis joined the, the foundations in the seventies after they'd had hits. I'm not totally, totally sure. I wouldn't want to say, but I'm sure we found that out that it was, you know. Anyway, so it's it's not become about the singer that's died. It's it, it, the thread has been hijacked by someone. Um, probably with the best intention, but it, it has become hijacked. And, and I, I would I would consider phrases like um, uh, predatory sexual abuser and serial rapist actually more damaging than... And I'm sure that the... I bet the mods will, 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 will strike this off the, the, the page because they're quite good at that. But I would find that more damaging, the language, as opposed to... Let, I'm going to... OK, if you are triggered by this kind of thing... You may want to switch off. I'm going to play this clip just to see how much of it is Savile. So you're going to hear Savile. I personally don't think that people will necessarily be triggered by it. But if you think that you might be, if you think that you might find it upsetting, just switch your radios off for the next 30 seconds, Okay, I'm, I'm clicking play on the clip. Let's see...
10: There he is. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, indeed, to Top of the Pops. And how are you this evening? Hope you're all feeling very, very fit and well. And if you're not feeling very fit and well, I hope this half hour cheers you up. And I wish really I could invite you down here to Top of the Pops, but the studio is well, No, It's quite a enough. long intro. So how's about we should start off with a ninth brisk number this evening, and it's from our good friends, from long time, the Foundations.
1: Twenty-one seconds. Yeah. It's twenty-one seconds. So it's quite a long time. And it's strange watching him, uh, you know, it it, it feels strange because... You can't
11: look at him without thinking about what he did now. No,
1: no. And and the BBC not showing him on TV, that's probably the right thing to do, probably. Again, I'm not totally... The BBC not showing him on things like Top of the Pops 2, where they repeat old Top of the Pops is probably the right thing to do. Excluding him completely from music documentaries, I think is probably the wrong thing to do. Maybe you give a warning at the start. But I think excluding him and Glitter and King from from documentaries... Is that the
11: thing, then, that we need to give warnings in the future?
1: Maybe... Oh, I said a warning. I don't know if I mean that, yeah. actually. Here's the thing. Yeah.
11: I can't listen to Michael Jackson songs anymore.
1: Well, I don't know where we stand with Michael Jackson.
11: No, but... I, do, I just don't want to hear it anymore, so I switch it off when it comes on the radio.
1: That post has been removed by the the admins. I knew they would. I knew they would.
11: And I'm and I'm not a survivor of of sexual abuse. I yeah. just don't don't want to hear it.
1: Yeah.
11: It is just an interesting. Um, but that's my choice, and I'm not suggesting they ban Michael Jackson.
1: No, no. Um... I don't know. You may want to call in about this, dear listener. You may not. Thank you, Catherine. Um picking your brains there. Kevin, I'll come to you in a bit. Sorry, I see you've been waiting for a while. Um You may want to call in. You may not. It may take us somewhere. It may not. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting um little thought piece that, um, I don't know, I don't know I do think there is, there is a certain amount of hysteria around all of this stuff, 0344 499 is the telephone number, if you want to give us a call, uh, Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio Late Nights, Ian Lee, unfiltered night talk, with the original
5: king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio
0: We have ways of
1: making you talk Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You, you, you're on the phone for about thirty seconds. You'll speak to Kath. She'll take your details and give you a call back. Uh, Kevin's on the line. Evening, Kevin. Hi Ian. How are you? Good. Thank you very much, Kevin. What have you got for us this evening? Uh, I was to talk to
12: you about the uh, the e uh,
1: uh, topic. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Back. Kevin. I know you're on Skype. Is there any way you can make it sound not rubbish? Oh. What, what, have you Is got, like, better? a headset or something? Um, no, I was talking to the... That's, uh, that's better. Laptop. Whatever you're doing there, that's better. Is that better now? Don't move. Don't move from there, Kev. We got it. We got it. There we go. Thank you.
12: I wanted to talk to you about the children video game. Yes. But I want to move over to Jimmy's other topic of how you want to remove him from the... Media and documentaries.
1: Who wants to do that?
12: Well, you don't want to do that. You were against that. Yes. Well, what I see is he's a paedophile. Well, not convicted paedophile, but he was a sex offender. Yes. Before he died, sadly. Sadly? So you are promoting... Before he died, sadly? <laughs> so are you promoting of his documentaries being shown?
1: Which... which what What on earth are you talking about, Kevin? Sorry? What on earth are you talking about? So you wanted Jimmy Savile to be promoted? Is that what I said?
12: I don't know, is that what you said?
1: I don't know, were you listening? I was listening. Well, I I don't think you were, because you've spoken complete and utter balls for the last three minutes. Try again.
12: OK, let's move on to the first bucket about uh, how you were talking about I think we ought games.
1: to, Kevin, because uh, maybe, you'll, maybe you'll know what you're talking about in this instance.
12: Maybe, maybe I will, but, um... So, you said children video games are quite good together, how stimulating for children?
1: Don't tell me what I said, Kevin. Why don't you tell me what you want to say?
12: Well, what I want to say is video games are quite bad for children, because my little son has been playing Grand Theft Auto now for the past three weeks,
1: Kevin no, ugh, yeah, Kevin, terrible. if this is a prank call, mate, it is absolutely awful. This is Ian. How old's your son? I'm a long I'm a long time listener. Yeah, and a I'm first 32. time poor caller. How, 30, old 30, you, how old how old's your son, Kev? Caller.
12: I'm thirty two. He is ten years old.
1: Okay, right. When's his
12: birthday? It is the eighteenth of October. Which year? 2007.
1: Right. Well done, well done. You managed to pull that out and what's his name?
12: His name is Rishi.
1: Right. you're lying you haven't got a son kevin oh my god and this is a terrible call shall i tell you why this prank call is flawed shall i tell you where the flaw is in this prank go on right you're phoning up to do a little piece about how video games are bad for kids, and your fictional son has been playing Grand Theft Auto for the last three weeks. And what, has he, has he been been violent and aggressive and got bad language now? He, he's too sick. <laughs> uh, well done. Well, thank you very much indeed. I think we got that. I mean, did we get that? You will have heard that. Apologies to the people on uh, Periscope. You will have heard um, some sort some... are you're, you're amazing. It was the worst prank call ever! <laughs> I mean, jeez! Fair play for having a go, but it was terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. Oh my god! It was like Columbo. Was, he thought I was like Columbo because I saw through it. Based on a flawed premise, guys. If you're gonna do a, if you're gonna do a prank call, build it on a, build it on a solid premise. All right, um, Pablo. A bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, Pablo. What you got for us, boss? Uh, coolio. Um, yeah, it was mainly um,
2: well o- on the gaming front from talking before. Did you ever play any of the um, Police Quest, Space Quest, Sierra games? No. Oh, they were very good. You should look them up. Thank you. Um, on another side point, um, I may potentially, as you, as you may or may not know, I, I do a bit of a, a podcast in my spare time. Um, And we may potentially be getting an interview with Lloyd Kaufman. Who? uh, like uh, He's the director and founder of Troma. You know Troma films like uh, Toxic Avenger, Sergeant Kabuki Man,
1: NYPD. I don't know any of these films. I know Toxic Avenger, so like cheap crappy 80s movies.
2: Well, yeah, but it's it's kind of, that's their specific thing. It's kind of, um, you know, um, as little taste, as much gore and yes. bad taste as possible um them classic nikon high
1: um poultry gates. i'm aware of two of those titles but i've never seen them my favorite of those schlocky films was the um film the, f- uh, the s- first or second film from peter jackson called bad taste oh bad taste awesome yeah now yeah. that's a movie bad taste before he got money and um ideas above his station and and made the tedious lord of the rings bad taste is a brilliant brilliant film
2: it, it was superb i really like that and um it's little little uh, mentioned heavenly creatures which i think was his full film after um i oh, didn't see I that what was
1: the one where it's um I, i'm kicking ass for the lord there's there's a That's brain dead brain dead i didn't think that was very good i thought that was a bit dry brain dead
2: well, I think it was I remember it being very good at the time, but I think it's uh, probably a little bit dated.
1: I remember uh, watching it after bad taste and being really disappointed because it looked slicker but looked but was also significantly duller.
2: Yeah, well you was it um, Meet the Feebles, which was kind of like Avenue Q before Avenue Q happened, where it was like uh, kind of like rude Muppets. Mm. Which is quite good. But Heavenly Creatures was very good. It was um what's the name? cakes? Blanchett.
1: I've got uh, I've got um I've just got too much stuff. I've just—I don't know why I did this. but I just ordered. I tell you why it was twenty-eight quid, and it arrived today. The entire Larry Sanders box set for twenty-eight oh, quid.
2: I, I saw that. That's a superb purchase.
1: Twenty-eight quid, and I mean flipping. I, I'm gonna. And I've—I've I've been sent the new Will Store book and the new Matt Hague book before they come out. I'm gonna drown in. Uh, I've just got too much. I've got too much stuff. It's, you know, and I'm it's, getting a Nintendo Switch this way. I've got too much stuff. Oh, I can take some of
2: it off your hands if you
1: want. Um, I think I'm all right, Pablo, but but the offer is, is gratefully appreciated. Um, strange old show tonight, but do you know what? Um, It's working. The twi- Not being on the Twitter. Steady stream of calls. Some of them have been wackos, but it's working. Um, Andy's up next. If you want to give us a call, uh, now will be a great time. 0344. Four nine nine oh, 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 and I'm thinking this Friday, um, oh, I'll tell you after this.
5: Late night conversation, wealth losing sleep
8: over Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On talk
1: radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk. I think staying off Twitter during the show
1: is the way forward. And and someone mentioned that, um, and I meant to make this point, um, it's quite dull as well, because not everyone's on Twitter and in the media, in the media, we think that everybody's on Twitter and on Facebook. And actually, 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 most people aren't on Twitter or Facebook. So to keep talking about Twitter and Facebook. To a lot of people, it's dull, boring. Um, so we're gonna do it for a week, see how it goes, but I will, I will tweet links and I will, you know, at the, the, the top of the next hour, I'll tweet another hour to go, watch us on Periscope, listen at this. Uh, but that's it. I'm not reading your tweets. I'm not, um, gonna reply to them. I'm, you know, so just don't bother. Pick up the phone instead. If you want to have your say, pick up the phone instead, 0344 499 I was thinking, I was going to say, Friday, I'm giving you a heads up now. Uh, tomorrow we're going to play the Jimmy Tarbuck interview. Uh, Friday, let's take calls straight to air for the whole show, shall we? The whole show calls straight to air. That gives you a few days to have a little think about what you might like to do. So um just get your thinking caps on and if you're gonna play stuff down the phone, don't do it on speakerphone, maybe try it out with a friend just to see if they can hear it. Um so have a little thing. So Friday, giving I'm I'm flagging up now. Be me and Kath in the studio. Ed'll come and join us for some of it. Are you in on Friday, Ed? Yeah, beautiful. Ed'll come in and join us. It'll be the three of us. Sat around, um and um we'll just take calls straight to air. Okay. I'm flagging that up now. Remind me to tell you tomorrow at the top of the show as well. That's Friday. 0344 499 um, Andy's on the line. Good evening, Andy.
13: Ian Lee, you legend. Uh, what a pleasure it is to
1: speak to you. Thank you, Andy. I'm, I'm very excited to speak to you too as well.
13: <laughs> um, you remember, obviously, um, not many years ago when there was no such thing as Twitter um, and this immediate single-ended way of people contributing to your show yes. and
1: kind of things changed didn't they when yeah. people
13: were able to send something without getting a reply
1: i remember i remember walking i, I tell this story about it being lbc that's a slight lie it was at xfm i remember walking into the studio and there was a new screen there and i said to my mm. boss what's that and he said oh it's great people can text in to the radio mm. station now and part of me thought well why the hell would we want that? And part of me now still thinks, Why the hell would we want that? And I remember when Twitter launched, it was I was at absolute and I had a producer called Davis who I didn't really get on with. And so every time he suggested something, my my reaction was to um think it was a bad idea, because quite often it was. He had some good yeah. ideas. And I remember I came in one night and he said, I've just found this thing called Twitter. And because, you know, my natural default setting was to think everything you suggested was not a great idea. I I didn't I wasn't an early adopter of it and I said, well, I don't know, Davis. I don't think it's really uh it's going to catch on. It is not going to catch on. What a muppet. But um yeah, I think but uh, um Part of the reason that phoning radio is in such a a turgid state is because there are all of these anonymous, faceless ways of... Well, faceless, phoning is faceless, but but these ways of communicating where people can send you a tweet, send you an email, send you a text, they can post on a Facebook page. Um, And that's great that people are... I'd rather they did that than nothing, but I'd also rather that they called in.
13: But it's... it's single-ended in as much as people just say something to you and that's it yeah you know whatever your response is and your opinion about what they say comes back to them. it's too late there's no discourse there's no two-way
1: yeah or if there is and i've I've done that thing before where someone will say something on twitter and i'll be there and i'll read it out and i go well no i think you're wrong because and then they'll send me another one And, and and as a listener hearing a man Arguing out loud with someone who's, you know, who's typing messages, that's not a good listen.
13: It's not a good listen. However, things move on, don't they? And you yes. have to kind of amalgamate yeah. it and bring, you know and, and, you know, and make it part of what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's yeah. And and, and, but, uh, and maybe, and, and so this week is just kind of a little, a little experiment. And already it's mm. worked. We've had more calls tonight. Mondays are normally a bit quiet on the phones. And we've had some cracking calls tonight, some weird calls but um i'm 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 just thinking that maybe by disengaging with Twitter during the show um it might make the show better it might i don't know
13: it, it it's a it's a bit like removing uh, one of someone's senses in that all oh. the other senses become
1: enhanced oh is now is that actually true does that i mean are blind people have they got better hearing or and if I they have smell better I, well that's what they say. But, but is it do all of their senses become better or is it just hearing and why isn't it ta- why doesn't their sense of taste become better
13: Maybe it does Maybe it does, does.
1: It? I don't know does it Ian
13: I wanted to talk to you about Jonathan King Yes I'm a bit uncomfortable because I like Jonathan King um when well, when you say I you like I Jonathan like King like do you mean do you
1: mean the man or the or the music he is responsible for Well
13: well th- this is it isn't it the the music and and the, the things he's responsible for uh, the guy's a genius You know the the guy mm. like he he discovered Genesis Yep and Ten CC Yep two of the the best bands ever Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I would I, well, I, I, I would dispute that, but that's not let's not get hung well, up on that personal taste, yeah. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. I
13: don't I don't know what you feel 10CC. about 10cc, I mean, 10CC, really, I personally think personally I, they are two of my favorite bands. Wow. Okay,
1: um, okay, I can understand.
13: How, that. However, I mean, he he brought out songs like um, um what was that one that was by One Hundred Ton and a Feather? It only takes a
1: minute. Uh, yeah, it was Do take that, that I had a hit with, of course, they they did, they did. But I think Una I think Paluma Blanca, Blanca, that was him. The, that was johnny a, reggae so was really him brilliant pop song here comes johnny reggae johnny reggae oh, reggae fantastic great record fantastic
13: he he was obviously a genius in pop music a genius musician a genius producer and and i love that about someone who whose entire life um revolves around producing fantastic pop music and then yeah you hear about the per the personal side of his life which is somewhat distasteful
1: well let, let, let I, I, just just for balance i think somewhat distasteful does he, he groomed and raped young boys um of 14 15 years old that's what he did that's what he went to okay, prison so for so it's very distasteful Yeah, i, I mean I, I think distasteful is too too weak a word he groomed and raped uh young boys that's okay. what he did. And
13: I'm so, just saying that because So, so d- we've got we've got so so I really admire the guy for his professional yeah. life. Yeah. But yet I abhor what he was doing in his private life. Yeah. And the really difficult thing is to dissociate those two feelings.
1: Yes. It is.
13: It's very difficult to do that without feeling uncut it's a bit it's a bit like I mean Gary Glitter's another one. Gary Glitter was responsible for, for some
1: fantastic pop music here's can i make yeah. a confession i don't know if i i think i said this on the air and if it, um, i bought there was a there's a gary glitter album called gg when he was off mm. his nuts and he was he thought he was bigger than he actually was he went to america and recorded like a sort of soul album and it flopped terribly it's a terrible record but i i had it when i was a teenager and i really liked it and i wanted to get it on cd and i couldn't Mm. find it anywhere the only place i could find it was on itunes i think for 6.99 right and i bought it um and i listened to that record and i enjoyed that record and i I, and i went to see gary glitter a few times me and Kath have made a documentary about gary glitter fans Um, Oh, did you? I didn't know that. Yeah, Yeah. it's not, it's, we're still trying to find a home for it, unsurprisingly. Um, but, uh, um, where I went and I met loads of Gary Glitter fans and asked them about this, you know, how they squared off, you know, the, 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 enjoying the music, celebrating the music, but acknowledging that he was a serial child rapist. Now, some of them said they could separate Gary Glitter from Paul Gadd. They could separate the music from the, the from the heinous sexual crimes and, and, and they mm. could do that. Um, some of them said, well, you know, I, I didn't choose to like him. You know, you can't choose what music you like. It's instinctive. Mm. And a, a smaller minority said it was a stitch up. Gary Glitter was innocent. Um, wow. and he was, yeah. he was, That's you know, good. they couldn't get Savile, so they went for Glitter
13: oh that's just un- that's just denying isn't it but yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. They, they were in complete denial to to, to some of them to, 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 to a very extreme extent that they would go to the court case every day and cheer him on mm. um mm. but you, you you're you're right it is I, I i was singing i love you love me love right mm. and my boy started singing it and said what's that song and i felt uncomfortable andy and I had to I say, oh, it's just a silly song I made up. I was watching some Gary <laughs> Glitter videos researching this this documentary that we made. And I was watching them on YouTube, and the kids came in. You've never seen anyone close down a YouTube window quicker. It was like I was watching pornography or something. Oh, no, no, I'm not watching anything in here. No, no, no.
13: Except, excepting, before that happened, you were watching that thinking this guy was brilliant.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. So what have oh, you have you reached how, a conclusion how Andy? We,
13: how can we draw that line between those two different parts of the same person?
1: And I and I struggle with with both Glitter and King because some people say well I can I can I can separate you know Gary Glitter and Paul Gadd. Well I can't because um Paul Gadd used the fame of Gary Glitter to groom you know, to, to to get access to the children. And Jonathan I King did the did, same yeah. thing. Jonathan King famously went round in his Rolls Royce, would see a cute boy walking down the street, would wind down the window and say, hello, do you know who I am? I'm Jonathan King. Mm. I can get you mm. to meet pop stars if you come and get in this car and come home with me. And so they mm. used their celebrity to get, you know, to to, to, to abuse children. How, well, uh, we're running out of time, Andy, and I I, I find this discussion endlessly fascinating and no mm. one else will have it. No one else. No, you're
13: right. Absolutely. Well they, and, but, and, and I'm sorry. Surprised it's not discussed more. To be honest,
1: no. I, I and I think it's a c- criminal that th- th- those people have been criminal. That's a strong word. I retract that immediately. I find it wrong that those people have been airbrushed out of history because yes. you can't do that because their their um, their reach. That's a better word than touch. Their reach throughout the music industry was so wide ranging. Have you reached a conclusion, Andy? Have you have you come to a place where? You're comfortable. I,
13: I'm. I'm. I find myself uncomfortable about Gary Glitter, but, uh, and but, but more comfortable about Jonathan King. But only because I liked Jonathan, Jonathan King's music more than I liked yeah, Gary Glitter. Yeah. And I, I, in my mind, I I kind of shut away that bad stuff. Mm. Maybe I, I'm probably wrong. Phil Spector murdered a woman, of course. Yeah. Um, I Spector was a genius,
1: and, and 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 yet there is no, co- you know, he shot a, a, a young woman at close range in the face and murdered her, and yet yeah. there is no one is is clamouring to ban, you know, the, the the crystals or the or the, 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 the Ronnie Spector records on the radio, no problem. Yeah, exactly. The Righteous Brothers, you know, it, 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 it's a really strange, you know. <sighs> David Bowie, you know, they're, they're, they're had sex with a with a teenage girl who also had sex with. <laughs> she also had sex with Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin, and and let, <laughs> Led Zeppelin, you know, Jimmy Page is still heralded as a rock god.
13: And let's face it, an awful lot of uh, rock and pop legends of the past did bad stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cass just typed on my screen, and I think there's something in this. If you're a bit of a joke, um, King and Glitter. You get airbrushed out. Geniuses, um, you know, th- th- Bowie and, um, uh, th- th- the guy, the guitarist, Jimmy Page, um, they get a free pass.
13: But Jonathan King's a genius.
1: Well... But I a genius, but I a genius in, a genius in plastic pop, primarily, yes. primarily. Yes. Which is yes. different from the seriousness of hard rock like Led Zeppelin, where, you know. Well, now will,
13: there's another discussion. Yeah. What, why is that not, why is plastic pop not serious?
1: Oh, mate, mate, I, I, um, I agree with you and we'll have to have that another night, Andy, because we're out of time. Mm. Thank you for calling in. I, I enjoyed Pleasure. that. Thank you, mate. There we go. That was a good call. I wasn't, um, expecting that. It's funny. No one else will talk about this. And every time I mention glitter, I always get, well, you shouldn't be talking about that on the radio. You should, yeah, you shouldn't really be. Why? Why? Why shouldn't we be talking about it? I think we should be talking about it because it's, it's screwing us up that we don't discuss this stuff. You know, we don't talk about this stuff and there is, there is confusion. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. What a busy two hours it's been. That was a cracking call. Thank you, Andy. Um, you can call in about that. You can call in about Yahoo Games. You can call in about retro games. You can, I'm, I'm going to go through the papers in a bit. There's loads of stuff in the papers um, tonight. So if you don't want to call in, if you've had enough, then, then, then that's um, that'll do. But um I'd, I'd like it if you called in. Please, guys, please. 0344-499-1000. Don't forget to tick your age, diaries. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio talk radio oh, 03444991000 four, another hour of this to go you know the rules guys you can call in about absolutely anything you want or you can talk about the stuff we've talked about or I can sit here and go through the papers it's up to you Ian Lee late nights with on talk radio late night Ian Lee on talk radio
0: we have ways of making you talk
4: When the pale moon shines on me, I'll think of you. When the pale moon shines on me, I'll think of you with your face like a lemon. When the pale moon shines on me, I'll think of you. Though your face is like a lemon, you're sweet inside. When the pale moon shines on me, I'll think of you.
1: Oh, it that was a sudden end. It goes on for a bit longer. I don't know what happened there. I've, I'm getting an Ivor Cutler CD delivered this week, guys, so we can um, we can dive straight in. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. No calls on the switchboard. So, 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 so. I shall sit and go through the papers, and uh, you can join in if you want or not. I'm, I'm enjoying not engaging with the folks on Twitter. By Wednesday, the novelty will have worn off. And I won't keep talking about the fact I'm not engaging with the folks on Twitter. I've not looked at anything anyone's posted. But by Wednesday, hopefully, it'll just be... It won't even be an issue. Here we go. The Sun um, has got... uh, What is this? They say youth is wasted on the young, but not if they are learning a new language. financial website business insider has analyzed a vast collection of surveys trials and studies to determine the average age we peak at everything this is going to be this is going to be grim reading the average age we peak at everything from becoming our most attractive Running our best time in a marathon and being at our happiest. Why would anyone want to run a marathon? I don't get. Oh, by the way, just a reminder, because the name Dan's flashed up on the screen. Joe McGrath, Joe McGrath, Joe McGrath, coming in on Thursday, hopefully. 88 tomorrow, he's coming in on Thursday. Oh, is it 88 today? It's Tuesday. He's coming in on Thursday, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, okay, so here's a list of what we should be best at and when. Age of seven, learning a new language, I could never get catherine's mind is um is foreign built is language coherent i can never I could never do it could never do it um what does this mean at the age of eighteen, your brain processing power is at its peak is it it's all downhill from there in terms of brain processing power. You're having a laugh, aren't you? Catherine's complaining that the list is balls. I think you're just abnormal. The peak for remembering names is twenty two. I I have never been able. You know I've got like facial dyslexia. You know I've got that, right? And That's an actual thing. Facial dyslexia and remembering people's names. I've started I've started a new thing to try and remember things, right? I've I've got a new t- a new technique for remembering things. When I need to remember something, like there's something I had to remember the other day. Of course I've forgotten it now, that's not even a joke I had, but because I did it. Is what I do is I tap my head three times while thinking of it. Why are you laughing at that? That's a good one. So I had to do something the other day. I had to I had to take some money out. I had to get some money out for the kids had done a sponsored skip at school, right? So I had to take some money out of the, the cash machine, and I'd forgotten the day before, and I only had that evening to do it, so I could leave it on the kitchen worktop, so they could take it to school the next day. And I, I was—it was in the morning, and I wasn't going to get access to a cash machine until later that night. Tap my head three times, and then just to make it double safe, I did it again. And you know what? It worked. It worked. It worked. They used to do that thing, didn't they? Dan, I'll come to you in a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, you used men used to tie um knots in their handkerchiefs. Now, did men actually used to tie knots in their handkerchiefs to remember things, or was that just in films? I know that men used to make hats out of handkerchiefs. You tie a knot in each corner. Because I remember my granddad Bill doing it. I'm sure I've got a picture somewhere of my granddad Bill. I'm sure I haven't imagined this. of his trousers rolled up to his knees and a knotted hanky on his head. That is, that's a weird, that's a weird, hat. I suppose before sun cream, I don't, but a knotted hanky. That's a strange thing to do. I've tr- and I've tried it. I've tried the knotted hanky and it, it just, it, it doesn't sit right. I must be doing something wrong. D- Dan, do you know the technique for making a hat out of a handkerchief?
9: I have no
3: punchline. Oh, yeah. I've got a topic for you, though. Ian. Yeah, go on. Hazelnut uh, nougat, bit of milk chocolate.
1: Oh, I see. That was a joke. Yeah. Um,
3: you know, earlier you were on about um, going on the internet and finding out that your favourite thing wasn't there anymore.
1: Uh, no
3: yahoo games in itself
1: oh yeah it's yeah. yeah yahoo games
3: yes yes how about when you go on the internet and find something really old still exists in a format it has no right to anymore
1: but par exampler do you remember icq i do remember i i, I that the, 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 the very faint bell has gone off what is that it, it was
3: like a messenger service it was like windows messenger aol chat that kind
1: of thing is windows messenger still a thing I think they switched it... No, they switched it off a couple of years ago. It's, it's Skype unbelievable. now. unbelievable. It's Skype now. Yeah. It was, it's Skype now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, ICQ... You, you can get it off the App Store. It's still running. But does it look all modern now? No, it looks exactly as you would expect. When you say the App Store, what do you mean on your computer? On my iPhone. I don't want it on my iPhone. I, don't, I hate wrong. it when you find an app, right? The Uno, the Uno app. I found it, and you go and click on it, it says, that Uno is available for iPhone and iPad. I want to play it on my flipping computer.
3: Yeah, it's, it's like, I would like to play Mario Run on a bigger screen with some keys.
1: Yes! I don't want everything... This whole phone and tablet thing. I, don't, I had a tablet briefly... Um, About, it's just before we moved, I got it. So about four years ago. And all I did was I, I got it. Um, just after I'd had a lumbar puncture and I couldn't move. And I just used it to watch, um, cause it was slightly bigger than a phone. I used it to watch, um, Archer on, which is this sweary, ca- yeah. sexy cartoon. But that was it. And I never, it kept offering me apps like magazines and books and all, and I, no, I don't want, I don't, no, I use it cause it's like slightly bigger than, the, I watch telly on it. But I don't like, I've got rid of it now. I don't like tablets. I don't like phones. I've got a computer. I want to do it on my I can't computer, phone Dan. A
3: I've got an iPad Mini. I can't type on it. I can't tweet on it. I got given it's unwieldy
1: for a job. I got given one of those Microsoft. It's like a sort of tablet, but it's bigger, and you can mag- you can get a magnetic keyboard to clip onto it, and uh, the surface. Oh, for God's sakes. It was, was that a job
3: that wanted rid of you?
1: No, 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 no. It was a job. It was a job for Microsoft, um, promoting the surface. And I said, well, I, I, I haven't got one. I, I, I don't really know what it does. Oh, don't worry. We'll sort you out with one of those. Those, ch- those days are long gone, guys. Those days are long gone. Yeah. Well, um, Dan, thank you for that. I think, I think thank you for that. I'm not totally sure. 03444991000 is the uh, telephone number. Now, this is nonsense. Where have they got this from? The, the age at which you peek at things. 23 is life satisfaction. What? What? 23? Where's I like 23? Actually, no, fair play. I just finished college. I was signing on, getting housing benefit. I was living the life of Riley, watching daytime TV, um, smoking roll ups. I was I was having the... I t- bought a PlayStation on the never-never. No, I was having a great time. They're right. Life satisfaction is at 23. When all of my dreams and my hopes were ahead of me and I didn't have any of my monumental failures. Oh, no, yes, I, I think that's right. 23 is also when women are most attractive to men. Now, that is wrong. I've always been a sucker for the older woman, even as a young man. So no, the, the 23-year-old... It's never really done it for me. Um Kath, you can... Is this true, 26? That's when you had your best sex? <laughs> uh, she gave me a look of disgust, raised her eyes, and then looked down at her computer. I'm taking that as a no, then. Um, 28, you're best at running a marathon. 31, you're best at playing chess. Men have their best sex at 32. So you want, a? ideally, you want a 32-year-old man and a 26-year-old woman. No, no. 30, no, I can't, this is, um... Women earn their most at 39. Kath, is that true? Did you? Men earn their most at 48 um understanding people's emotions peaks at 51 no i can dig that i can i'm getting more um in, in tune with people around me and their emotions i know when i've uh, annoyed uh, uh, um cath cuz i've i've made um an inappropriate co- inappropriate comment about the ridiculous clothes that she's w- chosen to wear into work today and i know that i now notice that when i say these things she gets annoyed and upset by it maybe when i'm 52 51 i won't say these things i'll have learnt by then not to say you look like a bag lady you look like um you've been um uh unemployed for the last three years dressed like that what is that that looks ridiculous you look stupid like that that's a terrible outfit um, mutton dressed as, uh, so I, maybe when I get to 51 I'll stop saying those things, Catherine, and I'll just think them, and I'll, I'll think them, and I'll email Ed, and we'll have a little chuckle about them, and, uh, we'll see, don't know, um, oh, hang on, so you have life satisfaction, your peak is at 23, and then it peaks again at 69, stroth Your vocabulary at 71, happiness with your body at 74. I don't think so, because 74-year-olds are very, very unattractive. They are very unattractive. I can't imagine me looking in a mirror at the age of 74 and going, yeah, that's it, that's it. That's all hanging in exactly the right way you want it to hang. I just can't imagine it. Um. Nah, that, 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 that's a load of guff, that survey. 0344 Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the
5: original king of unconventional conversation.
9: Make contact with Ian Lee.
1: Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I'm not going to tell him to put his phone down. Someone's called in. Right. And... The way it works, If you never called in a, a, a radio show? You did. Me and Kath called um, a radio show last week. Not on this station. We, a, a mate of ours was doing um, a stupid show and it was fun and we called in and we got on and it was thrilling and exciting and nerve-wracking. Everyone who works in a uh, phone-in radio should phone in other radio shows and um see what it feels like to if particularly if, you, if you're the person who answers the phone or, or one of the people that answers the phone you should phone in other radio shows to see what it um feels like and to see how you are treated and and uh maybe you are being treated than you, you treat other callers or maybe you, you you are worse treated and you don't like the way First, it's just an interesting thing to do and um radio hosts should phone in as well to see what it feels like being on the telephone and being the person that is 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 not in control it's a completely strange excuse me and different experience how did you find it cathy you did you you got a bit you got a bit of the fear didn't you you got you got um, uh, y- your heart was going a little bit wasn't it
11: my i got really hot yeah and
1: bothered um, I did it in my, I was in my car, I was listening in my car, and I pulled over, and without even thinking, I pulled over without even thinking, and, and I phoned up, and I went on, and I said something, it was was it was a really silly, pointless phone-in, and there should be more silly, pointless phone in, so I don't think he's doing any more, unfortunately. Um, and, um, and I, I did it, and it, it went just like that. It just, just went. Like that, and you got you got the fear a bit, did you?
11: I did, and also, you know, it's weird. As you say, it's a different dynamic when you're not in control yeah. of the call.
1: And the person didn't call you back. You had to call back again. <laughs> you became one of those, those people. Callers.
11: No, he said, if you get fed up, put the phone down, and we'll call you back.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. They were getting a lot of calls. So yeah, it's, they it's were. Not, not, but um,
11: they were. So I rang up because then he was. Then he did straight to air, and you said to me, "Phone him up now." So I did. Yeah. So I wasn't being that caller actually. I wasn't. No persisting like it's, that um, but it was weird and i was trying to be a good caller and letting letting him have the lines you know and all that sort of stuff it's... i didn't
1: know i was on the air i, I thought i was on the air then i uh, and i was doing a piece he was asking for your favorite Dave. dave's yeah. it was always a great phone in who are your favorite dave's and i phoned up and my gag was at number three it's dave benson phillips at number two it's dave benson phillips it's number one and i was doing it and i was doing a really good performance but then i could hear music in the background i thought oh I'm 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 giving him my spiel, and I don't think I'm on yeah. the air. And it turns out I, I was on the air. I, I, I put the phone down and I, I switched the thing on, and because there was a delay, I got to hear my phone call, and I was I was thrilled. Fifteen year old me was like, oh I've been on the radio. Of course, I'm on the radio five nights a week, um, but it was still oh I've been on the radio. Um, and uh, it's different when you're not in control of it. I think it really is. Yeah. It really is, and it's interesting how little you can hear. On the phone, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it become, it's just... A, it's a,
11: I get why, I get why listeners tell you stuff. Yeah. Because when I was talking yeah, to him, it just yeah. sounded like I was talking to a bloke on the phone. Yeah. You forget that the, whole, the whole bigness of the radio.
1: I wonder if there is something in us doing an hour with me on the phone. with with me on the phone i wonder if it would be a different vibe Uh um maybe we'll try it for half an hour with me presenting the show on the phone talking to people it might create a different it might just create a different vibe a more intimate vibe so then it does become is an actual phone conversation it would
11: be like those old-fashioned chat Chat lines.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party, party, party. Um, we'll, <laughs> have be think. Bored, we'll have a We board call friends. We'll have a thing. Maybe we'll do that. Oh, thank you, uh, uh, Catherine. 0344 499 1000. Dennis is on the line. Good evening, Dennis.
7: Good evening. You don't get any better, do you? Sorry? Yeah, you insult Catherine by saying she looks like a black lady. Well. She would look beautiful
1: even if she was in an old ta- ta- tater sack. It's more the. It's, which is what she often wears. It's more the smell. Well. You always nice to me. Well, that's because you're from um, uh, both World and Wars. Yes, yes. Yes,
7: yes. You smell beautiful. You leave her alone. She's a lovely young lady. What, what are you
1: doing sniffing young women, Dennis? That's a bit queer. Always done
7: it, dear boy. Ever since I was about 15 years old. Well, that... you
1: want to <laughs> stop that. I chase her girls, and unfortunately I still do, but I can't run
7: fast enough to catch
1: them Thank now. Thank God for that. <laughs> Is that what you called in for? No, I just wanted to say, leave her alone. She's a lovely lady. Thank you, Dennis. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. Um, a fireman. This is a great. This is a great story. This is what the. Uh, and I was always a little bit sniffy. The other place, I was a bit sniffy of of um, when when like you get stories about a terrier stuck down a rabbit hole and like eight firemen would go and rescue it. You know, and, we, and we'd always we'd get the head of the fire brigade union and we go, "Well, this is outrageous that you've wasted how much?" And it costs something like it's something like. Three or four grand. It's about four grand, I think, every time a fire engine is called out. What was the pigeon? I don't remember the pigeon. Go on the mic. On I don't remember the pigeon. <laughs>
11: there was, there was an incident. All right. They did, it wasn't a pigeon. It was a dove, but they saved a yeah. dove from some netting at a supermarket. And again, they got all the uh, machinery out and
1: stuff. And it is, it's about three, three or four grand, isn't <laughs> it? Every time a fire engine goes out. It
11: was an expensive pigeon. And I think
1: they sent out two, two engines and maybe, I don't know, eight people or something. And we would always, tear them apart um and i tell you what changed it for me i saw a video i think it's an american video might be new zealand i think it's american of um it's a brilliant video there's a duck right with three ducklings and she stood by the side of the road really busy road like a like a motorway in america it's a duck three ducklings stood by the side of the road by a drain and there's someone's filming it, right? And then this cop car comes up, and these two cops get out. And the duck sort of backs off a bit, but doesn't go too far away from the drain. And you see the cop cars roll up their sleeves, and he, the cop, and he gets on the floor, and he tries to lift up the drain, and he manages to lift the drain up and get the drain up. And, and then he reaches down, and, and his effort, it takes him ages, and he's reaching, his, and he pulls out a duckling. And he goes back, have you seen, have you seen and, he, and he pulls out about six ducklings. And they have to stop the traffic, because one has gone through the pipe to another drain hole. And he goes out, and they pull out about eight ducklings, and they all find their mum, and the mum sort of looks at the copper, and then they all waddle off through the bushes. It is the best clip I have ever seen. 0344, by the way. And I saw that, and I thought, no, that's exactly what our emergency services should be doing that's exactly what they should be doing coppers and um the the fire brigade rescuing animals is uh, more of that please i will never again have a go at a fireman or firewoman or a copper for going out to rescue animals after seeing that duck clip this, this, The pictures for this story are incredible. A fireman, get this, this is a great story. A fireman saved a dog's life with mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Boom! And there's a picture of him doing it. That's exactly what I want from the fire brigade. And it's, um, what is it? Um, it's a Shih Tzu, so it's only a little dog.
9: (laughs) It's a Shih Tzu.
1: A fireman saved a dog's... Great headline, K999 Lifesaver. A fireman saved a dog's life with mouth-to-mouth resuscitation after finding the pet lifeless in a blaze. Andrew Klein was... Uh, fighting the fire in little Nalu's owner's apartment when he found the Bichon Frise Shih Tzu cross. He said, As soon as I grabbed him, I knew he was unresponsive just by his dead weight. Owner Crystal Lamarand 35, had been unable to reach Nalu due to flames and smoke at her home in Santa Monica, California. But Andrew said... Failure was not an option. And it... (laughs) Firefighters contained the blaze. And once outside, uh, he revived the pet with CPR before attaching an oxygen mask. Kath, your mission... Find this this fireman. He's called Andrew Klein. K-L-E-I-N. It's Santa Monica, California. California. Find him and see if we can get him on the show tomorrow night. Let's let, 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 let's um, let's give this man the hero's welcome that he deserves. Um, uh, before attaching an oxygen mask, Nalu spent 24 hours recovering in an oxy- oxygen chamber before being reunited with his rescuer. Andrew said, "To see him kissing people and walking around wagging his tail was definitely a good feeling." How good! Is, how good is that? Isn't that brilliant? And it's the best picture. It's the fireman in the full outfit. He's got an axe. You can see he's got an axe strapped to his belt. And it's this dog. And it's, it's, I mean, what is that? It's about a foot and a half long. Tiny little fluffy thing. He's got it on the floor. He's breathing into the dog's mouth. He's giving it the kiss of life. Fair play, man. Fair play. That is brilliant. And there's a picture of the um, the um owner. I said, nearly said the mum. There's a picture of the owner watching him doing it. Isn't that incredible? I love that. More of that, please. If you're watching on Periscope, there's the picture. You can see that. More of that, please. Superb. Stu, I'll come to you in a minute. We'll see if we can track that guy down. And, um, see if we can get him on the show tomorrow, because that would be wonderful. 0344 is the phone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
5: Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
1: 0344 Let's go to Australia and Stu. Good evening, Stu. Hey, Ian. How are you going? Yeah, very All well. Thank you, man. How are you doing?
14: I'm oh, awesome, mate. Yeah, so I was sat there, I was listening to you guys talking about how nerve-wracking it is to call in. I was thinking, oh, you know, I really wanted to call for <laughs> a long time, back in sort of three counties radio time. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know what, go for it. So I tried to ring, and it oh. wouldn't let me ring because I was here. Uh-oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, I text through to um, Catherine, and she called me back. So, yeah, here we are.
1: <laughs> how long, whereabouts in Australia are you? <laughs>
14: I'm in Brisbane.
1: Right. And how long have you been there for?
14: um, I moved over here in February. Um, So I've been here just over a year now. (laughs) Yeah, I can't really get away from UK radio. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute.
1: I thought you were going to say you've been there for about ten years. You've got an Australian accent, Stu. No. No. Yes, mate. Totally. You've only been there a year, and you've come to yeah. Australia. I can hear you're British. I, I, oh, I, you no. know, I'm getting British, but I'm also and 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 the, the Aussies worn off a little bit. But but you sound Australian, mate.
14: Wow, that's a shock <laughs> to be honest. But I didn't think that. I didn't think that had occurred. I've well, got two daughters, and and the uh, the eldest is picking up a bit of a twang, but I didn't
1: think I was. You've dropped it now. Now that I've mentioned it, it's gone. But honestly, I'm not winding you up. The the, the, the when you the, the first um the first minute you sound Australian. How old are your daughters? Glamy. I've got one that's one and one that's five. Oh mate, yeah, they're so gonna they're gonna, they're gonna yeah they're gonna be full on Australian. Are you out there for good now? They is that
14: are. it? Yeah, we um we just. Made the uh, the step, and that's it. We sold up in the UK and came here, and yeah. Why? 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 What
1: was? What was? Was there something going wrong in 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 England, or or was there there was was there a promise of something better in Australia?
14: Not really. We just fancied more of an outdoor lifestyle, to be honest.
1: Um, We've
14: got two little kids, and yeah, we just wanted the best for them, and we thought you know the climate and the uh, the outdoor way of life here is. It's not quite as rat race really. It's um it's quite chilled out and it's more based around family life than working, which
1: yeah. is a bonus, isn't it? Uh, what do you can I ask what you do yeah. for a living?
14: I'm a plumber.
1: Right. Wow.
14: So Currently, I'm walking around someone's garden trying to look for a water leak at the
1: minute, which you believe, but yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. And have they, have they not got... I, I would have thought they'd... Because Australia's quite, uh, uh, quite strict on who they let in. I would have thought they had enough yeah. plumbers over there.
14: There's quite a lot of jobs on the uh, the skills list that yeah. they're after. Um, and yeah, I, I guess, to be honest, without, without bagging them out too much, they're... They're more interested in being down the beach and uh, and surfing, mate, To be honest, the ladies yeah. here they're not too interested. So yeah. it's good for me. Come along and
1: uh, work hard. So. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Um, how, how are you finding it? Is there, is, have there been any kind of shocks where you've gone, oh, I didn't think it would be like this?
14: Um, to be honest, not really. I mean, you hear all these horror stories about everything out here is set out to kill you, but. Nothing too major, you know. You, you get the impression that there's spiders in in every hole and snakes in every corner of your house, but you don't see anything like that. To be honest, I've come across a couple of spiders and I've seen one or two snakes, but it's yeah, it's not really like they they portray it in England.
1: The, the biggest thing here is the heat. Yeah, for me. Yeah, you know, I would I'm say I a, wouldn't I'm like that. A tasty white boy as well. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't like that. That would do my nutting.
14: Yeah, you get used to it. I think. I mean, the summer was was pretty brutal. I'm not going to lie. Um, but the, uh, the the winter here and the and the spring and the autumn are just lovely. It's just always sunny and blue skies. So yeah, it's nice, nice sunshine state they call it.
1: Yeah. And what are the, what are the schools like for the kids? They they they've got good schools.
14: They have yeah. And um, th- there's so many to choose from. There's lots of private schools and there's lots of State schools and and they're all they're all good. Um, obviously, there's some that aren't so good, but yeah. we we we've picked we've, we've moved from those areas. We're not in there, so yeah. Yeah, a, a, private schools here are actually quite cheap too, which is a bit different. In the it, UK, it's like a lot of money for yeah. a private school, whereas here it's like. <clears throat> About five or six grand. You, you, a you're, year, slip, you're
1: slipping which, back into the Australian accent, isn't that funny? That's you, I, 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 I'm, honestly, you are. You're just slipping back into it, um, and that's obviously that's your so kind amazing. of relaxed, your relaxed voice. you've only been there a year, Stu. I know. Isn't that funny? I, I, well, I think it's funny the that, way the brain. That's really, really uh, weird. It is. Have a listen back to this and see if you spot it when you hear, when you listen back. Because um, I, I just think it's God. funny how the, the the brain assimilates accents and picks them up and and and, and tries to. Um, change them. Well, you've call, what- you've called in. How did it feel? Nerve wracking, to be honest. <laughs> I feel all right now, but when I clicked on the button
14: on the uh, the link on my phone, yeah. It, it wouldn't ring, and uh, oh, my heart was going. I was yeah. thinking, oh, God. Isn't it funny? No, turning back. And it, it didn't ring, and I was like, oh,
1: thank God for that. <laughs> but We got you, Stu. We got you. Listen, thank you for calling, man. I appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. Um, it was good, wasn't it? Um, it it's a funny old uh, thing, phoning in a radio station. That accent, though, I thought he was going to say he'd been there about seven, eight years. Because that was proper Australian. You could hear he was English, but it was Australian. There's a guy... <laughs> I <laughs> um the 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 people who uh, who like me listen to me for an hour people who hate me listen to me for 2 hours there's a guy called deplorable arthur just tweeted texted tweeted when did talk radio become so crap over to lbc until the two mics that was that was tonight and then we go back to the ninth, around uh, about the same time cuz i can see all his history you see i can see his history Listen to this show. I'll pop back later for the two mics. Normally the presenters aren't so irritating. They ought to stop trying so hard to be with it. Talking about me. Okay, then we go back to February. The same time, in the evening. Don't know who the current retard on air is, but I'm back to YouTube until this left our bile show is over. Not enough callers on. We go back. Another two weeks. Still this time of night. They're all around between half eleven and half twelve, right? So, I don't know how thick you have to be to not realise you keep listening to the same person who you don't like. And you dare to throw the R word at me, you idiot! We go back to the 10th of February. Don't know who the two half-witted, bigoted cretins currently on uh, on air are, but I'm on CDs until the two mics now. Okay. Isn't that funny? There's, a, there's, there's, and it goes on and it goes on. Mate, here's the thing. Oh, and the two mics aren't on tonight. <laughs> Got it, mate. I hate to say, mate. Right. You've you've tuned into this show at least seven times. You've communicated with it seven times. You're the idiot. You're the thicko. You're the stupid cretin who keeps tuning into a radio show that you do not like. Here's a tip, deplorable Arthur. Mondays to Fridays, 10 till 1 at night, they're mine. They're mine for now and they're mine for at least the next 12 months, right? Don't tune in. Don't, 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 go and listen to your CDs. Go and watch YouTube. Go and listen to LBC spouting its hatred. You go and do all of that, okay? Stop tweeting a show <laughs> that you don't like. Stop listening to a show that you don't like. Are you so stupid that you don't realise you keep listening to the same host who you do not like? You muppet! <laughs> what absolute bell! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
1: It's, um... 0344 499 1000. It's a funny old world, isn't it? I, um, I went moron fishing today on Twitter. It's it's a great thing to do from time to time. Just seeing what, what kind of morons are out there. And I posted something that that if if you know me, and I'm guessing that most of the people that follow me on Twitter are aware of me and are aware of what I do and my political leanings. I posted from 10 o'clock tonight should we ban... All Muslims from driving cars. Right. So I posted that. Some people got it. Most people got it. Some people didn't get it. Some people didn't. Why, why would you want to do that? Well, it, it would make the road safer. What are you talking about? So what are, I, would, I would reply, let's look at the facts. What are the facts? Well, a Muslim crashed a car into people in a terrorist attack so if we banned Muslims from driving cars then that would be one way to stop that from happening people are getting really angry some people got it one guy tweeted humorously I I think why don't we ban Muslims from bridges I went that's an idea um but some people got so offended so there was one woman who was constantly having a dig, but I didn't realize she was having a dig until about her, her third or fourth tweet. She said, why don't we, um, I thought she was, but I, w- she was being sl- too oblique. Why don't we, um, ban white men with tiny penises from driving cars? And that was a, that was, uh, retrospectively, I could see that that was a dig at me. Um, I said, well, that's a bit racist. I'm not talking about banning people by color. Why, you get white Muslims. Um, and then she said, why don't we ban, um has been comedians and i said oh was was the fella that did the the attack in westminster was he a comedian and she could see that i wasn't getting it and and, she, um, and there was one guy that was really arguing quite strongly that this was someone he, he said he started his opening gambit was why don't we um ban clickbait radio presenters from making dangerous divisive comments
11: there was a floor in that you weren't asking him to click on anything? No,
1: it was no clickbait. I did do a poll afterwards. Um, and then I put forward the idea that maybe we could allow Muslims to drive cars, but only if they were supervised by Christians. Now, this is obviously nonsense. I am aware, I am aware, I am aware, though, that there are, of course, people in this profession, people who work at this radio station, um, that would actually probably like to see Muslims banned from driving cars. Okay, But I think everyone who... Um, had a go. And there are only a handful. They're only, I didn't keep it up for long. I kept it up for about half an hour and then I got bored and I deleted it all.
11: I'm really surprised that these people all followed me. They you were in the followers of me.
1: They were followers of me. So you would think that they would, they would have some idea of my political bent, some idea of the act, some idea of, of what the, the, the you know, what the show is. Um, but they, they went for it. And they went for it so beautifully i was really tempted to do it as a phone-in tonight i was really tempted to set up a nice piece and come in and do an opening monologue of um you know how uh that th- th- these attacks are on the rising europe and in all the instances where it's been a terror attack it's been a muslim man that has done this. And so surely echoing Trump's line of we're going to ban all Muslims until we know what's going on. Can we put a temporary ban on all Muslims driving cars until we know what's going on, until we know we can trust them? And I thought about doing it and I thought, ah, I don't know what the point of it is really. Um, But there is something, there is something in throwing, because people are idiots.
11: It's to highlight the ridiculousness of the stuff that gets thrown around on Twitter. But also the fact that we've got politicians now talking about, we should ban WhatsApp. That's where it came from. We should ban Google.
1: Nadine Doris and Amber Rudd. um,
11: She wants us to rise up against Apple. Yeah. But but not... This Until is after Doris she sent it on her iPhone, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and 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 Amber Rudd, the Home Secretary, w- wants you know wants uh, the WhatsApp. She's against WhatsApp now because this this idiot, this this this, this Nomark, sent a WhatsApp message bef- just before he did the attack. Well, and I tweeted. Well, in, instead of and I'm not the, the first person to tweet this. I'm sure others did as well. Well, I- instead of banning WhatsApp, why don't we ban cars? Why doesn't she go after the car it's trade because ridiculous. it was the car that did the day that did the the harm? Because all these things are tools. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why don't we ban, why don't we ban knives? You know, we, we can't be trusted with knives. Let's not sell knives to brown people. You get white Muslims. Okay. Um, let's only sell knives to atheists and Christians. You know, I think there is something, there is, I don't know if my nerve is strong enough to do an hour of that because, um, because people will hear what they want to hear and
11: i still find it staggering i mean this goes back to the the people who were following you and didn't get that you were doing a thing we've got people that listen to this and i don't know what they're listening to because we can do things like that and all of us you know something completely out of character and they take it completely on face value
1: maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow we'll 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 put it out there because the more i think about it the more actually it makes sense It, it and this is me being genuine now it does kind of make sense to say well while these attacks are going on, and, th- and they are on the rise, they have been happening in Europe. Maybe we should, just for like the next three months, ban uh, members of the Muslim faith from driving cars. Mm. And I, I mean, then someone said, "Well, that will create a problem with with, with minicabs and stuff." Okay, well, we, you know, we don't use minicabs. At
11: what price security?
1: Yeah. Maybe we do this tomorrow. Maybe we throw this out there tomorrow because because now I'm talking about it. It does kind of make sense. You know, and and some some what about Christians? Well, is anyone is a Christian you saying a Christian's never run someone over by accident? Yeah, of course they have by accident, but not deliberately. It's only Muslims. 3 months we don't let them drive cars. We give them free bus passes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just kicking this idea around. 0344 499 is the telephone number. If you, um, you, uh, you, you want to take part in that, you're more than welcome to. Um, I've been hearing a lot today. I don't know. My, my Russian politics are not so hot. Nor is theirs. Well, but I've been hearing a lot today about Putin's rival, Russia's main opposition leader, was arrested. Um, and well, this is this is in the paper from this morning. Today, I think he was in court. Um, anti-corruption fighter Alexei Navalny was held as he walked to a demo in Moscow. He later tweeted, "Guys, I'm fine," and urged people to keep up the protest. Why would you be? Putin? Why would you be in opposition to Putin? That that. Here's my prediction, right? Alexei Navalny, he'll be dead by Christmas. He will be totally. Will be dead by christmas i guarantee why would you bother why would you even bother going up against putin the mad sexually repressed I, I feel uncomfortable even saying this stuff, because I could be dead by Christmas. His agents are everywhere. They are everywhere. But to, to be, you know, to actually be in Russia and to put your hand up and say, yeah, I think Putin is, is bent in terms of being corrupt and I'm going to stand against him. Would you, would you do you guys as well just say, could you shoot me now, guys? Uh, could you arrange it so it looks like I've committed suicide now, please, guys? Unless yes, he's a puppet. Whoa.
11: To give some semblance of a democracy. So it looks, you know, it looks a bit busier there at the top.
1: Well, they've arrested him.
11: Yeah, but.
1: They've arrested him. Mm. I don't think there's. Because um, Putin. Cause he Putin, doesn't actually
11: care, does he, how obvious it is. What is
1: Putin's job? Is he. Because he. Is he prime minister? President? President,
11: I think. Let's check.
1: I don't yeah. think he is president now because he was president and you can only serve two terms, right? And president is where the power is. The president. All oh right, okay. What was he before that?
11: He was prime minister. Right, that was it. From Pri- 1999
1: to 2000. And then, right, so prime minister had the power, right? So he was prime minister and he had the power. And then he changed the rules so that he could become president and then made it so that the president was more powerful than the prime minister so that he could stay in well, power forever. Well, a
11: second, because he went prime minister, Right. then president from 2000 to 2008, then prime minister from 2008 yep. to 2012, and during his second term as Prime Minister he was chairman of the ruling United
1: Russia Party. Yeah. He just keeps flipping he's and flopping. Back and forth. He keeps flipping and flopping and doing what he wants to do. So why would you then put your hand up and go I'm gonna stand against him because I think he's he's he also in the KGB. Who? Putin. Yeah, well because of course he, he is. Out. Of course he, he is He's a killer He's a psychopathic killer You he wouldn't you he wouldn't I wouldn't want to get involved with that. Speaking of people I would uh, not want to get involved with, Elton John. I like Elton John. I like Elton John. And there's, all this ta- there's been all this talk recently, Elton John <coughs> is going to retire and stuff. He celebrated his 70th birthday Gosh. with his kids, of course, in grand style and scotched any rumours he is thinking about retiring. The star was joined by an array of celebrities as he was honoured at a party evening... At Red Studios in Los Angeles, California, Stevie Wonder, Lady Gaga and Ryan Adams all performed at the event, hosted by actor Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe had a thing, didn't he, that was filmed? Yeah. Didn't he? Mm-hm. I want to say 15. I know Ke- R. R- sure Kelly had 15. Maybe check. she was 16. R. Kelly had sex with a 15-year-old girl and urinated on her. That's not libelous. That's a fact. We know that to be a fact. Um, Sex tape. Rob Roblo Rob Sixteen. Rob Lowe, 16-year-old. Sixteen, sixteen. Well done, fair play, Rob. In that case, more power to your elbow, sir. Sir Elton's longtime uh, writing partner Bernie Torpin, sixty-six, told the Mirror the singer has no intention of stopping performing. Good, good. Because you remember in the eighties when, like, the, the stars of the sixties. There was sort of a bit of a resurgence in sixties music, so like McCartney and the Monkeys, and uh, 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 when, the, when the Who stopped in about eighty two, but a lot of sixties bands kind of had a resurgence, and everyone was joking about these these pop stars in their early forties. Oh, their early forties, you know, blimey, it's ridiculous, and 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 then strolling it bones, yeah, and then it became yeah, and then it became their fifties, and now they're in their seventies, right, and they're still going. McCartney is still if McCartney's playing the U, honestly. He's lost a bit of the high register, but his voice is nowhere near as bad as people will have you think. Um, He's got a new album coming out, and I can't wait for it, because the last few have been brilliant. The last Monkeys album, brilliant. Um, The the last Rolling Stones album, I'm not a fan of them, but it got really good reviews. Um, They're in their 70s, and they're still doing it, and show no sign of stopping. McCartney won't stop until he dies.
11: Well, it's clearly not about the money. They could have walked away years ago and had a... Probably a happy old time, never having to worry about money ever again, doing whatever they wanted to. But they clearly love playing.
1: You know, if McCartney stops, that that's what will kill him. If he Mm. stops, if if he's like a shark, he's got to keep moving. And and we would, uh, we would, and I, you know, some of the best shows I've seen have been men in their seventies: The Monkeys, Brian Wilson, The Beach Boys, McCartney. Was was he in his he was sixty nine maybe when I saw him, but um. And maybe he was in, maybe he was seventy, but, but but they know it, and they can do shows for like two and a half hours, uh-huh. and because they've got that back catalogue. They've got the hits. They've no. got all the hits to fill a show that long. Tell
11: you I found really impressive. Dennis the Correo, and he's not as old as that. No, he's no, no. He's yeah. 67. And he takes a mickey out of himself, saying that yeah. he's you know, he's a bit of a mover on the stage and everything. But flipping heck, he kept going all the way through that performance. Going.
1: It was brilliant. That voice, he keeps moving. And it, I, I, just, I just, you know, I, 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 Elton John. And I, 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 I have, I don't know Elton John, but I know people who know Elton John. And I have been at a couple of things where Elton John has been, There, he he was. He was sat down, and people were getting some pictures. I was there with my eldest boy, and I went, "Elton, do you mind if I get a picture?" And I grabbed my son, and I I pushed him next to Elton John, and Elton John said, "Yeah, no, of course." And I took a picture. My son didn't have a clue who he was
11: i get the feeling elton john would be a bit upset if people didn't want his no
1: picture. Was he was he, he, he made the mistake of sitting down for five minutes <laughs> he should have kept moving and everyone was going up and i thought do you know what this is i wouldn't normally but this is too good an opportunity to miss good on you elton john keep going sir keep going sir that's it well, that's it it's done uh, tonight from 10 o'clock we'll uh, we're gonna have jimmy tarbuck and we'll be asking the the, the, the question which i think no one has, has dared to ask and um uh, maybe we should be asking is it time that we banned All Muslims from driving in this country. See you tonight at 10.
0: Talk radio. Talk and entertainment across the nation.
1: Talk
9: radio.
0: Give it some lift.